Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. It's the Crash and Mars Crash show. Crash and Mars show. They're so funny. They're pretty hilarious during the morning and it helps wake me up in the morning. Join the conversation. Crash. I've never had something up my butt crack. You haven't lived. Yeah. Well, then you don't, yeah. Don't knock it, brother. Mars. We have staff meetings with masks on. I only hear like 30% of it. I'm like, I can't hear I it, but know. I'll bet you that idea sucks. Yeah. Jen and producer Haley. Just get crashed to free lick all your chips. Yeah, do you want me to lick one side? And, and. You. The now family. That's like me. Now I got a surplus of uh, new blades for yeah. my pube trimmer. Well, at least you'll have good pubes for a long, long time. Let's <laughs> go. The Crash and Mars Show. Crash and Mars Show. Take off. Right now. Oh my God. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Wow. How are you? I'm good today, actually. What what a crazy morning. Yeah, not really. Nothing much has gone on around here. But we do have to tease Haley when she gets in because Haley slept in this morning. (laughs) Ginger, it's usually you. (laughs) (laughs) What an amateur. She deserves a sleep in yeah, after uh, filling in for us last week. That's right? true. She gets yeah. she gets one day this week. Yeah, that's of true. Sleeping in. So we're missing Haley this morning, but yeah. she's on her way. I already talked to her, so and she'll Haley, get here when she gets here. If you're listening right now, you should have milked it another half an hour. <laughs> Ginge does. Once you're late, you're late. Right? <laughs> Ginge texts seven. He's like, yeah. "Oh my god, I By slept in." <laughs> I mean, all people hear is that you're late. It doesn't matter if it's a minute or a hundred. Yeah, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because <laughs> once you're late, you're late. Slow down, Haley. Yeah. yeah don't Take rush. your time. Get some Tim Hortons. Yeah, grab a little brekkie. Yeah, grab some brekkie. Just sit in the parking lot, eat your meal. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Exactly. McDonald's is doing that chicken sandwich now in the morning. Oh, my Are God. They? Dang, it's tasty. Did you dabble in it? Yeah. Ooh. Is it a breakfast chicken sandwich or just straight up chicken? No, it's like it's a breakfast chicken. Actually, you oh. know what? I did try it because uh, a now family member suggested that. Yeah, it's not an English muffin. It's good. Yeah. Uh, they came out with that a bit ago, though, right? Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not new-new anymore. But I'm excited because uh, my, my problem in the morning is I'm not, an, I'm not an egg guy, but to find a breakfast sandwich that's for you. sans egg, very tricky. If it's a breakfast sandwich sans egg, mm-hmm. is it breakfast or is it just a sandwich? Is it on an English muffin? It's on an English muffin. That's oh, breakfast. okay, that is breakfast. You're That's right. That's breakfast. And why don't we do chicken with egg? It's unethical. Well, it just feels the... weird. Like, because then you're eating mom and baby. Wasn't well, that uh, what, uh, like, a Jueves ranchero, ranchero is? Rancheras? No. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. I, know. I no. don't Jit? know. <laughs> Let's find out. No, Huevos Rancheros is like eggs in a tortilla. Yeah, but I thought there's shredded chicken in there. No, no, no. It's with like beans and I don't think it's usually with shredded chicken. I thought there was a shredded chicken in there. It's a breakfast dish consisting of eggs served in the style of traditional large mid-morning fare on rural Mexican farms. Yeah, I don't think there's chicken. I think it's like black beans and avocado and maybe I feel like I've had shredded chicken in a breakfast meal before. Yeah, it's it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. Oh, it's it's good. It's just, it's weird. weird. But if you're doing like... uh, They're both dead. They don't know. Oh, crash. I know, but... (laughs) The one was never alive. If you're doing some barbecue, (laughs) you'll do different parts of the pig. You'll do some ribs. That's true, you will. And some pulled pork. Yeah, grill up that hot ass. But you don't do like the baby. Right. Well, some might. So you wouldn't do, you wouldn't do veal and like a hamburger. Right. Veal though, you're fine with? (laughs) No. no. I don't know if I've ever had veal. Yeah, I don't think I've ever yeah, had veal. I don't veal. think I've ever had veal. Me neither. I'm afraid I'd love it. Right? 
What if it's too good? It must be delicious for us to do it, right? Yeah. That's, I, that's the worst thing you can I do. I picture very moist and buttery. Yeah. It, it has to be worth it. <laughs> it has to be worth it. This one here says, Game up, guys. Sausage Egg McMuffin and the breakfast ch- chicken sandwich combined. Whoa. Is the best ever sandwich. That's from Sean. So you're doing sausage, egg, and chicken? Yeah. He's doing it all. Wow. That's intense. Someone else says they're sitting in their vehicle right now. Yeah. Slamming back that chicken McMuffin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. Get it. Get it. Yeah. Nice. Good for you guys. I don't know why I, I don't dabble in that. I grabbed a breakfast the other day, and yeah, I just went with the classic. Sausage and agar. Hmm. I, I forgot that's an option. I used to do the, I would do the the sausage sands the egg. Yeah. But I always felt, I don't like modifying my order. Mm. Oh, you feel like they're going to spit on it? Yeah, I just don't want to be a problem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then I feel like sometimes there's something lost in translation. Oh. Welcome to my life. Right? Yeah. Every time I go through the drive-thru, I'm like, no pickle, no tomato. Uh The mods that I do is crazy. She's like, what's the temperature of it? Yeah. She even wants a perfect temperature. It's Mm -hmm. true. She's like, sometimes your tea's a little hot. Is your your tea really hot today? Oh. She's like, can you throw three cubes in there? Uh, Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Throw three cubes in. I'm not that picky. (laughs) You need to cool my tea. I'm really not. And then they hand her her tea. She's like, this is too cold. Yeah. And I throw it back. What yeah. is happening here? Mm-hmm. This text here says you can order a chicken BLT from McDonald's, oh, but you have to ask for it. Mm. Yeah, so you got to do the mods. Uh, Ginge too with the um, uh, the one that was texted in here of the sausage and agar and then the chicken. Yeah. You just order both. Oh, and slam them together. Slap them all together. You just shuffle it together like a deck of cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then eat it. Mm. Actually, that sounds oh, really that's good. That's how you get it done. Not really yeah. hungry. Mm. Yeah. Did you have breakfast this morning? Never do. Never do. I don't, I don't know how you live. I would be... So, I don't know what my throat's doing. <laughs> what was that? Was that a gurgle in your throat? I'm still digesting breakfast. Oh, okay. Yeah. But no, I don't know how you live. I, if I don't eat breakfast, that's all I focus on. Is the fact you haven't eaten? Yeah. How soon after waking up are you eating? Um. Well, I get to work, so... Oh, you, probably, wait, you wait till here? Yeah, I eat at work. Yeah. I bring all the breakfast here. Yeah. Do some meal prep. You don't have a lot of extra reserves, though. What do you mean? Like in like uh, on your body? No. Like, I'm not saying that Ginger's reserves, but I'm <laughs> just saying it. I'm just saying that you don't have a lot of extra reserves. Like, I burnt it off all night. You fool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Because mm. if you were not to eat until 10 a.m., oh, you'd be God. horrible. You'd probably I, pass out. I wouldn't focus. Yeah, I'd probably pass out. Yeah. I'd get a pounding headache. I'd be delirious. I'd be sweating. You're that person that needs to eat every two to three hours. Oh, yes. I yeah. love it. Whereas I know you do. I am the North American camel with my <laughs> lovely fella humps. A couple burgers on your back. stored some fat. Yeah. <laughs> I can get by. You can get by. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have some extra reserves. How long can you get by, though? Like, honestly, before you're, like, hungry. As soon as we're done with the show, yeah. I have a couple snacks in my office. I have a couple. I have two oranges, and then I have, like, some little, like, uh, like granola bites. What is that going to do for you? Uh, ties me over to lunch. I Once again, a full he's, meal. He's got reserves. Yeah, but you you probably didn't eat since last night, right? No. Oh, didn't doesn't your body burn off food while you're sleeping? No, I I just sleep when I sleep. Oh, I don't wake up in uh, exhausted. Because my watch has woken me up several times saying I'm exercising. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, god! How, how uh, is that high is your, my heart rate? Your heart is racing while I you're guess. sleeping. Gotta strap you down like a werewolf. Oh my gosh! To do what? Well, that's what they do if you if you've ever had to deal with any werewolves. Yeah, yeah. On the eve of the full moon, yeah, they strap you. You got to strap them down. Oh my god! Tie it to a radiator. Are you gonna put food in my mouth? No. Massage me. So if your heart, your so your watch crash sleeps with like one of those smart watches watches on, and it tells you like how many hours of sleep that you got, Mm -hmm. etc. 
Your watch has woken you up saying you're exercising right now? Yeah, because... Because your heart is racing? Yeah. Yeah, there's a setting that just automatically detects when you're exercising. I'm guessing it's based on movement and probably heart rate. That's not good. And That's not good yeah, at all. Yeah, it fired off that I was running. Time to What? <laughs> like, oh, and it was like at uh, like 12 minutes. I'm like, damn. So yeah. I took the watch off. I'm like, no. <laughs> you should talk to a doctor about that. For what? Your heart's going to blow up in your chest. She'd be like, good for you. Exercising at heart night. Well racing. done. Yeah, I think your heart rate's supposed to drop. As it you is. Sleep. You got you to gotta have to wean you off the evening cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. But I love it. <laughs> it's still the 80s. <laughs> yeah, you're having all heart palpitations all night. No, oh. I don't think so. Because that happened to me when I was driving the other day. I'm driving into my watch buzz, and I'm like, oh, I've been running for 15 minutes. Great. Hmm. Will it tell you your resting heart rate? Yes. Like yeah, right I can now? do that. Do you want me to check right now? Yeah. yeah. What's your resting heart rate? I will figure it's usually, that out. It's usually pretty low. Is that the key to your envious metabolism? Is just that your heart is constantly... Pounding through your chest? That can't be good. No. Or is it the sign of a strong heart? I think, I think our hearts only have so many pumps in them. What? And you you can't run out of pumps. You using yours up. Oh, yeah. No. Infinite pumps? No, I, I have infinite pumps. My heart rate is 85. That's higher high. than average. Yeah, oh, that's high. The resting is 61 to 67. Mm -hmm. 61 to 67. That's not bad, actually. So yours is higher than your own average right now, or it's higher than like the average for your age? Yeah, I don't know what... Uh, Who's average? Let's find out here. Yeah, I think yours your average, average is good. Heart. 85? Like, no, no, no. Right now that you, there's something oh. happening to you. But like I think you're on the you're on the healthy end of resting heart rate. Yeah, my heart rate's probably going up cuz yeah. these guys are stressing me out. Yeah, I think so too. I had the most chill sleep ever no, you and didn't. I got a good workout in. No, you didn't. I don't need to go to the gym today. This is great. This text here says crash, you probably have sleep apnea. This is from the merm. No, merm. You hold your breath, your blood oxygen is going down so your heart rate starts to go up. Are you are you my dentist? They're trying to push that on me. That you have sleep apnea? Yeah. Yeah, you do have sleep apnea. But apparently there's some ring and stuff that I can get now. A ring for what? I can just wear a ring. Like and on your hand? Yeah, I throw a ring on my hand. Like, like you on get my married finger. and all of a sudden you'll feel better? <laughs> Don't trap me in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's for my heart. Yeah. <laughs> my dentist says I have to marry them. <laughs> uh, no, there's apparently some sleep apnea ring that you can put on that'll detect your sleep patterns and then they can figure out a plan. Oh, cool. Oh, but it's not going to fix your trouble. Yeah, so it's not going to fix what you no, need. Because you probably I... need a CPAP machine. Yeah. Do I want? Do I, Do you want to hear that in the house when I'm sleeping? No. Nope. It's like... <laughs> Those yeah. CPAPs come a long way. I've got one here. Wait till you see this thing. Mm -hmm. It's like a little... It's like a nose plug. Oh. It's not the full-on Bane face mask. Oh, it's not. So, uh, yeah, but then I got to jam a nose plug in. Yeah, but you're fine with that. If it's if it's streaming oxygen into you. Look at this gentleman here in the Oh, end. yeah, there it is. <laughs> that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty low profile. I agree. Look how happy he looks, too. He's having a great sleep. Looks so rested. I don't want to. I'm not at that point in my life where I need that. Yeah. Right? Okay. I'm not at that point. I, I'll, I'll uh, stay lean and mean with my overnight workouts. Okay. All right. Right. My, my heart rate's not even recording anymore. I've just tried again. <laughs> it just stopped. It keeps saying air. Uh, Chris the Blacksmith says, guys, there's a sleep apnea mouth guard if you can get it. If you don't want the machine, I have one. Mm. This one here says, I work as an RT. The machines, you can't even hear them anymore. Oh. And there's many different masks available. 
Yeah, you could. You could. Yeah, be, you should get this crash. You could help remove the stigma from our uh, CPAP palace. Mm-hmm. I agree. Is there a stigma? It's just a big machine. You yeah. just said, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll never wear one. Yeah, you did. And I hate anyone that currently does. Yeah. <laughs> it means you're less than a human. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Well, good news. With this discussion, my heart rate went down to 73. Okay, good. See? Talk, talking about it helps. Yeah, we're just, yeah. yeah, let's just talk it out. I don't need a Look at all the people machine. who are texting in saying, I have a sleep apnea machine, no sound. CPAPs aren't loud, worth it. Sleep apnea is dangerous. It is. You're going to have a heart attack. I don't think so. I wake up gasping for air sometimes. And Carl in the parks <laughs> says, no one cared who I was before I wore the mask. And now that he's CPAPed up, everyone cares about Carl. Oh, they want to know if Carl's still alive? They do. Bane yeah. style. Yeah, they yeah, do yeah. indeed. Ooh, Batman. Huh. That's right. I don't know about so, that. So there you go, Crash. We're going to hook you up with one. Mm. How much do they cost? Yeah, that's gonna Are they a, free? That's going to be a problem. No, it'll be about two grand. <laughs> $2,000? Yep. You were going to buy an e-bike yesterday for the same That's price. That's way better than a <laughs> sleep apnea machine. At least people see me on the e-bike. They're like, cool. They see me on a sleep apnea machine. They're like, how old are they're you? They're like, inspiration. Inspiration. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's inspiration. I don't think so. Haley, would you be cool if I had a sleep Wait apnea a machine? Would you judge me? Yeah, I would judge you. Oh. All right. Speaking of sleep, Haley, how are you doing? Same <laughs> oh, I have a valid excuse for being late today, I think. Oh. Partying? No, I took a couple ceiling fan blades to the head last night. What? <laughs> what? So I have a little mark on my noggin, and oh it's my still God. really tender. Wow, what is what happened? I was making the bed and our our bedroom has a ceiling fan. Yeah. And as I was making the bed, I'm like, hmm, I should turn the fan off. Oh and my then god. I walked right into the blade. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Oh I'm gonna argue that it knocked me unconscious. Yeah. Were you were you standing on your bed? I was. Okay. So yeah. I was gonna say, how low is your ceiling? <laughs> No, I was standing on the bed. You know when you have the duvet cover and you're trying to shake yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 And it was it was folded, so I went to walk forward to like boot it, yeah. and then I walked right into the fan. Oh, man. <laughs> Did you discover how dirty the fan was, too? No, I discovered how thick my skull was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did it stun you for a second, oh, getting smoked like that? I dropped, because it was on high, Yeah. and oh. it didn't slow down. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, like, da-da-da-da on your head and kept spinning. Oh, yeah, I got, like, three or four hits <gasps> before I went down. Really? Can you get a concussion off a fan? Yes. Yeah, 100%. Oh, my God. Did you knock it out of uh, alignment now? Is it wobbling? No, it's perfectly fine. That thing is anchored in good. I do oh. hate a wobbly fan. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, it's oh, sturdy. Man. You gotta put so. his head back up there to try and get <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, get back up there. <laughs> get on the other side. Yeah. You put it in reverse. <laughs> Poor thing. That's my argument for why I'm late today. All right. Well, you get a pass today then. I'm glad yeah, you, you woke up at all. I yeah. broke my brain. <laughs> you should have taken an extra half hour. Oh I God. thought about stopping at Timmy's, but I'm like, I'm already so late. Oh, That's, you should have just done it. If you're already late, just own it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who cares? We're here. Yeah, whatever. whatever. It's almost Friday. I, <laughs> it's Tuesday. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, yeah. the whole gang's here. Yeah, we all made it. Crash needs a CPAP machine. Mm-hmm. Ginge is never hungry. Mm-hmm. And, well, you are starving. You're doing it to yourself. Yeah, you wouldn't think looking, but... <laughs> yeah. And uh, 
Haley got smacked in the head with a ceiling fan. Yeah. With a ceiling fan last night. Yeah. Needed a helmet. Mm. Yeah, you do indeed. <laughs> there you All go. Right. Uh, do some uh, news here. Yeah, let's um, do it. It's 616. 12 right now. Warming up to 16 this afternoon. Might be a gloomy day. We might mm. see some showers as well. Kind of the same deal for the next couple days. There you go. Uh, traffic is looking really good too, guys. If you do see anything this morning, though, give us a shout. 780-489-4669. You can text us if you like as well at 56789. All right, guys, for my Edmonton Elks fans, it looks like they have now added their name to a growing list of organizations requiring that fans be vaccinated against COVID-19 or show a negative test to attend a game. So basically exactly what the Oilers are going to be doing. An announcement was made yesterday. The team said that fans attending Elks games at Commonwealth need to be fully vaccinated 14 days after second dose or you got to get that negative COVID-19 test starting at the club's home game on Friday, October the 15th. They said that that date was chosen in order to give the organization, staff, and game day employees time as well as, uh, I I guess, just time to ensure the process is efficient when they roll it out. Mm -hmm. They have 1,600 game day employees. Wow. And they just want to make sure that they give all of those employees time to react and act. Well, for sure, right? And they got a large fan base as well. Mm-hmm. Fans under the age of 12 will be exempt from these requirements, according to the team, obviously, because currently those under the age of 12 are not available for vaccination. The team also said that all Elks business operations and front office employees will be required to be fully vaccinated as well. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, they're waiting a little longer than... I don't know the Rough Riders doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Requiring the fully vax, but they're like in effective September. Yeah. Like the 17th, Saskatchewan's. Oh, they're pushing the to the 17th. Yeah. Mm. Is it because... The numbers? Uh, uh, yeah, the numbers. I don't Maybe. know. I don't know what their numbers are. I don't know either. Mm. Is it the amount of home games? Are we on the road a lot? No, I, yeah. We, we've got a couple home games before that. Before October, we do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're just giving more time here mm. to get vaccinated. Elks game day staff, as well as stadium and event staff, will also be required to follow the same game day requirements of fans. So, in other words, to be there fully vaccinated or um, a COVID-19 negative showing of a test. Mm. So, there you go. Not surprised, really. No, I'm not surprised either. Especially with what were our numbers that came out yesterday? Oh, over the weekend? We're over over 3,000 over the weekend. I think the average was over 1,000. Yeah. Hospitals way up, ICUs way up. Oh my god! Yeah, let's uh, because I we're right back to where we were in May. Yeah, mid May. Mid May. So, oh, terrible. Just setback after setback. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, there's being a Michael Jordan super fan, and then there's wanting to own a pair of his boxer shorts. How would you guys feel about getting your hands on a pair of Michael Jordan's quote personally worn undies? Wow, I'm sure there's a big market for that. The, are the, are these uh, current day MJ undies or these like 92 undies? Uh, what is the year on these? Well, okay, here's does what... Does it matter? They're up for auction oh right now. <laughs> yeah, it does matter. They're up for auction and um, they're saying they're going to go for probably at least $500. An auction insider says that Michael Jordan shorts were regularly worn by Jordan and they, quote, show signs of heavy use. Oh, oh. God. Ew. Are we talking skids? Well, I'm going to say, I mean, what what else is a sign of heavy use? Mm-hmm. Like a ripped band? Yeah, maybe some holes, a little tattered. A little tattered, but probably also skids. Yeah, a couple bacon strips on there. Oh. You know someone's uh, someone with a wild fetish is going to buy it. Oh, of course they are. Right? And then... Now, they do have, a, they do have a dry cleaning tag in them. 
So they've probably been washed. So if like you're looking for, you know, something else in there, you might not find it. Like any sort of DNA. Yeah. They're Jordan's boxers too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. You couldn't wear anything but. Yeah. The shorts are part of a sale of Jordan's belongings that ended up in the hands of his one-time bodyguard. So oh. his bodyguard stole his undies. And then unloaded them? Yeah, he is now. Hmm. So they are old. Because yeah. I think there's a lot more value in some uh, game day. Like game-worn undies. 28-year-old Michael Jordan yeah. underwear compared to modern-day 60-year-old Michael mm-hmm. Jordan. I don't want his 60-year-old underwear. Yeah. No. I'd like some... Some Bulls panties from 1991? Would you want, Ginge, mm. m- my undies from launch day or present day? Oh, yeah, exactly. Give me them launch day. Oh, you want launch day undies? Yeah, at your peak, it's just all been down. Me wearing that vest and that yellow shirt, <laughs> my Mariana's trench hair? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I can only imagine the undies I was wearing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, if you do want to get on it, the reserve price is 500 bucks, which people are saying are pretty reasonable. It is expected, of course, to go up from there. Hmm. Oh, I think that's going to go way higher. Yeah, I think it will, too. Would, if you bought uh, those undies, yep. would that be something you put in a shadow box on your wall? Yeah, you got to put it up. Yeah, <laughs> you jerseys. do. Mm-hmm. Really? If you're a big Bulls fan or a Michael Jordan fan, absolutely you do. I guess. I think they might even be in a shadow box right now. Oh, really? Yeah. They're all done up ready? They're all done up nice. Mm. You can tell they're older, too. Uh, it's pre-pouch technology. Oh, yeah. He would have had pouch technology. No, he didn't. This is pre-post. No, no, he, yeah, he would have yeah. if, yeah, it was current. Oh, I see what you're yeah. saying, yeah. Yeah, this is way pre-post. Picture of the undies, by the way, are up in the app if you want to have a look. They've been dry cleaned. So. Mm. I can't believe that uh, undies um, nowadays are still done without pouches. Like, there's some undies without pouches. Like, why would you develop undies like Well, that? I think it's for our, our budget-friendly buddies. Wow. Those pouches, they get you, Mars. It's outlandish what they charge. Wait a for second! A pouch. All men's underwear doesn't come with a pouch. No, you can find some without the pouch. Oh yeah, yeah. Would you guys ever go to the tidy whitey? No. Why? God, I don't like it. How do you know you don't like it? Because uh, you like wearing a speedo at the beach. Yeah, but uh, walking around with everything pulled up—it's just—I don't know—it's too too much. I feel like I would imagine how uh, a woman would feel if you have lingerie underneath. Like, it just feel like I'd be revealing way more than I meant to mm. with my underwear. Oh. I'd feel like I had something special planned. Really? Not that that's a special underwear, but that cut. Like, <laughs> what are you and Rach into? That's just a high cut. Yeah, it's a high cut. It's a really high cut. And it's, well, and it's not a flattering undie. Yeah, no, I don't hate the tidy whitey. Mm. Like, I honest, honestly, I, I, don't, I don't find it not sexy. I think you need the legs to pull it off. Mm. You gals got it easy. We love a thick thigh. But on the guys, you're supposed to have like some sort of like definition. No thanks. Mm. Yeah, probably if you got like jacked thighs, you could pull it off. Because that, that upper thigh of mine doesn't see a lot of eyeballs. Right. So you would get like a wild like farmer's tan on your leg and, and it, then undies. I'll be honest, it pinch a bit. <laughs> pinch you'd, a bit in the you'd crotch? See some, yeah, you'd the... see some, yeah. Okay, okay. I don't, like, I don't get the thighs for it. I couldn't mm. pull it off. Yeah. Hayden is in tidy whiters, yay or nay? No, no, I would never. <laughs> I don't hate them. I don't know. It, you know, no, I'm not a fan. I can't. I've tried picturing them on a def- bunch of different bodies, and yeah. it's not my fave. Because I, I will say though, I haven't worn them as an adult, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure that was my entire childhood. Stupid tidy whities. So maybe it was a scarring moment for me, and I'm like, no, never, never look back. Mm-hmm. Cause like there's like I just googled men in tidy whiteies. Yeah. It's like the front, like, like it's it, not things, bad. Things well, can fall out too. They're underwear models, Mars. Yeah, they look good. 
Yeah. Or would you pull up like a Sean Mendes? Yeah. Basically, yes. Yeah, I basically did. <laughs> okay. You're right. Now I can get on board with the one. Yeah, okay. Ladies. Now that you're looking at these photos. Yeah. What's more comfortable, the, the boxer with the pouch or a tidy whitey? Well, it's been a while for the tidy whitey. I'd imagine on your uh, on what it's carrying there would feel very similar. Mm-hmm. That all that support, like the front area, is, is fine. It's that thigh cut though mm. that would really throw you off. Okay, so did you post a picture? Yeah, so there's that, and then... yeah, like that's a good photo, Ginge. That mm-hmm. does look good. I'm saying that, that that those gentlemen can pull it off. Yeah, they can. This text here said my boyfriend tried some tidies in front of me on the other day. Surprisingly, I dug it. Damn. Mm-hmm. What is this? Oh. This is oh. like the Wish website. Oh, that's like a... You buy based on the photo Ginge posted, and then this is what you get. Yeah, but that's of like a 74-year-old man. Does it change my body, too? <laughs> <laughs> but like, it just doesn't fit well. And, and once those undies lose any elasticity... <laughs> like, you need a fresh pair You're right. every day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, they're basically no. like a one-time wear, right? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. They have the cheap, I would imagine they have the cheapest elastic band ever. Mm-hmm. And then you end up with undies that look like the one I posted. Hmm. Anyone in tidy whiteies right now? You guys want to text us, let us know if they feel good? Ironically, one of those things, though, the boy cut for the gals. Incredible. Yeah, you guys like it. Yeah, it totally works on mm-hmm. you guys. This text, huh? Missionary Mars likes tidy whiteies. Mm. In other words, <laughs> water is wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not surprised. Oh, man. Yeah, this one. I won't even buy tidy whiteies for my four-year-old. Really? I'm definitely not getting them for me. Mm. Mm. Ooh. This text says, I wear them. They're not white. Yeah. But I do have huge, muscly thighs. See? You yeah. can pull it off with yeah. that. Yeah, all right. You can oh, totally yeah, pull it off. That's the other thing. You can get tidy whiteies in black, navy blue, red, mm-hmm. all different colors. You they don't, don't have, have to be, be white. To the yeah. white. Yeah. You don't have to be. Hmm. Yeah. Would this then be considered... Uh, oh, my computer's not saving stuff. Like the photos Ginge posted, but uh, like a color undie, would that be considered still a tidy whitey? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it, that is considered a tidy whitey. I think it's more the cut than the color. It's called a brief. The brief? briefs? The brief cut. Yeah. I don't know about the brief know, I'm not cut. mad at it. Oh, you can even go, hold on, I got more for you here. I feel like you guys aren't adventurous enough with your underwear. Mm-hmm. As women, we are, we have to be super adventurous with our undies. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, and I order online, so I get shipped underwear. Yeah. So I don't have to go into the store to buy it, because I hate going into the store yeah, to buy Yeah, I do too. And they will send me some weird patterns. Really? And like, sometimes there's like ropes and strings all over and I'm like how the hell ropes and strings, ropes and strings. that's like, lingerie Haley but no but it's <laughs> it's just fancier underwear oh and I'm like where where do my legs go <laughs> Mars you don't no. have any undies with uh, ropes and strings no I don't mine are all fabric <laughs> don't get them <laughs> huh yeah ropes and strings every that's... now and then I'm like ooh that's going to the back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. that's something that Hayden added to your cart <laughs> yeah turn that thing around yeah yeah right yeah well, there's a few dudes who say they're wearing the uh, tidy whiteies. See, I posted a picture of uh, like colored ones. Yeah, that's there still, you go. That's See, still considered tidy whitey, right? That's a tidy whitey, yep. Or is yeah, that person that texted like talking about the really like cut? No, no, you like, don't have to do like ones. a bikini cut. That's like a high, high cut. Mm-hmm. Carl wants to know if Haley bought her lingerie at a Renaissance, Renaissance fair. I know, right? Ropes. A lot more strings. Strings, weird things there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Would you consider this one tidy whitey? What are you putting up there now? Wow. 
Like, that's really cut. And that person I texted with muscly legs, like, mm-hmm. they're probably wearing more of this. I like that it says man on the band. So you just, know. Yeah, just in case you're confused. Just, as if that stomach didn't tell you. <laughs> as if a lot of things on there didn't tell mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I think it's more than the stomach, Ginge. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone just getting up in the morning, loading the yeah. app, they're like, what is going on? Man. <laughs> that feels like the European of the tidy white. Yeah, it is a very a European look. I agree. I have tried that. Not a big fan. It feels like it's just like pulling everything in too tight. Yeah. Maybe got, mine were too tight. Got some trucker friends texting in this morning mm-hmm. saying that they drive truck and they wear the briefs. Oh, is that because you just dispose of them in a truck no, stop? No, they say their boxers get up in their grills. Oh, oh yeah. sitting all day. Yeah. Any boxer will give you trouble. I don't know how we live that life. Yeah, boxers, Bo- I've, I, don't I don't know like either. Those boxer yeah. brief truckers, that's what you want. That's yeah, the yeah. happy middle ground. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, the boxers, too much, too loosey-goosey. Uh, Curtis is hanging on. How you doing, Curtis? Good, how are you? Doing hey, fantastic. Uh, you rocking tidy whities or you're done with that? Well, I grew up wearing tidy whities like yourself. Yeah. Um, wasn't my choice, but that's what I got, and I had to deal with it. But uh, as I got older, and you like, uh, I think Ginge was saying, the elastic kind of lets go <laughs> over time. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you're falling out all over the place. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I I remember that the the front being because the undies after a couple washes they're just all kind of loosey goosey and things can tumble out. That's right, and then you walking around it looks like you pooped your pants because they're saggy in the back too. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then uh, so yeah, and then when I became a teenager, I switched to like the full out boxers. I actually went with uh, like satin boxers for a while, mm-hmm. and I mean th- those were comfortable again until I got older and I started to work for a living, and then uh, things started sticking to each other, and and yeah, uh, yeah it was just I I liked support, so I. Went to the middle ground and got the boxer brief. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and that seems to be where it's at. And I am a truck driver for my full time gig too, so I like the support and I like to keep everything separated down there. Damn right. So uh, well, yeah, if you're sitting in the truck for hours on end, yeah, you want to keep everything separated. You don't want anything riding. That's right. It's the same idea with the boxer brief, though. If you uh, uh, when the elastic starts to let go, it's time to throw them away because things then start to shift. Yeah, and there's nothing more uncomfortable than your two boys hanging off the one side separated by an elastic all day yeah that is not comfortable at all yeah so uh but uh yeah um i think i look the best in in a boxer brief for mars's sake yeah Uh, (laughs) thank you yeah uh but i think um you get you get the uh I guess the pleasing aesthetics as well as you get the support absolutely all right great testimonial thanks curtis you betcha. Yeah. Have a good day. Yeah, you too, buddy. <laughs> you Bye-bye. should be selling underwear. Yeah, yeah. I've had this conversation before. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, damn right. Yeah. Trucking and selling undies on the side, buddy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a way to be, Curtis. Oh, yeah. Well, that's awesome. I do wish that Saks underwear wasn't so damn expensive. I know it is. It's really expensive. That is expensive. ridiculous. It's like upwards of, what, 40 bucks a pair, if yeah, not more? 40 40 yeah. a pair. It, it is a lot. Oh. All right. I want to talk about this next story here. And this is uh, this is kind of wild. Could you imagine if you were in a situation where um, you were asked to help out and you were nothing more than an amateur? Mm -hmm. Tennessee dealt with some terrible flooding last weekend. So an amateur helicopter pilot jumped in to help and he and his fiance saved 17 17 people who were stranded. Oh, Oh, wow. 
Isn't that wild? His name is Joel, and he had just finished helping his fiance earn her pilot's license. Mm-hmm. When they were heading home to celebrate, he received a frantic call from a woman who said that her brother's home was underwater and he was trapped on the roof with his daughters. Could they help? Damn. Now, these are amateur helicopter pilots. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even think about it. They just jumped into action. They got into the helicopter and went and started rescuing people who were stranded on the roofs of their homes because of crazy flooding. What a gamble, though. Oh my like, it's great that, that they did that, but... Yeah. Oof. The weather was terrible. The man and his fiance had to contend with hills, high-voltage power lines. Wow. And they were able to do it. It's, it's awesome that they did. Yeah. Incredible that they pulled it off. But... But if you're the person being rescued, mm-hmm. like Joel flies down... Yeah. Come on, hop in! Mm. Like, oh, thank you so much! I should let you know, though, <laughs> this is my first day! <laughs> like, are you, are you thinking, are you risking the water, or are you hopping in with Joel? I, I, I think I, you're hopping in. I think you're getting in with I Joel. I think you're getting in, too, I guess. Yeah, I would get in, but I'd be a little terrified. I'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You've only been in a flight simulator? <laughs> A few people are out on boats rescuing the stranded, and one person was helping with a jet ski, but Joel was alone in the sky. He started flying up and down the flooded creek, grabbing anyone that he could. Isn't that crazy? He said he's happy that he rescued 17 people that day. He said that he's proud of that, but the one person he should be thanking is God. Oh, (laughs) my God. Oh, my gosh. Because, like, if they're pulling up, like... Yeah. You wouldn't know. You're like, oh my god, thank god, thank god. A so rescue, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the rope falls out. They don't even have a tide. You're like, oh no, what's yeah. happening? As the as the copter turns to allow more access, you see the student driver sticker on the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no! I don't know. Oh my god, it's after six. They can't be driving this after six. Isn't that wild? It's a crazy story, and I want to know from you guys. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. Were you ever asked to participate, or were you ever helping out in a situation? Where you're pretty much an amateur. Mm. Like, has anybody ever been asked by the police? Like, you kind of got to fake it, too. To help out? Mm. Have you ever been asked by the police to Would help out? Would the police out? ask? I don't know. Let's They're find like, out. here, hold my gun. You're I'd be like, uh, you're a deputy. Take the safety out there for you. <laughs> Here's a badge. I always think about, uh... When anytime there's a flood mm. and you see people doing that, doing that sandbag. Yeah. yeah. What if I was the guy at the end of the sandbag chain? Uh-huh. I don't know how to properly stack a sandbag to make it waterproof. Well, just stack it. Yeah, but I think I don't think there's anything to it. Don't you got to almost do that like brick sort of layer? Uh, just kind of thrown in there. I had to sandbag when uh, Manitoba was flooding. They yeah. took us out of school. Yeah. And made us work in the sandbag factory. <laughs> and then they literally Sorry, did what? <laughs> they took us out of school and it was great because... We're like, yay, we're out of school. And then and they, they bring us the to this. And the children work in the sandbag factory? Yeah. yeah, there were tons of us there. Like, school buses would roll in with kids. And then you had the sandbag hopper. Someone was shoveling sand in. You put the, the like, potato sack, that uh, sack underneath mm-hmm. the thing. It fills with sand. You pass it off to someone else. Someone else is tying it off. And someone else grabs a bag and throws it in a pile. It's assembly line. Yeah, yeah. What totally grade assembly were you line. in? Uh, probably f- five. Grade five. They spin it as a it field had been trip? Maybe grade six. Yeah, it was uh, like a field like trip. Like great news. Kids were going to do a field trip all week for about 12 hours a day. Yeah. No, <laughs> I would have been junior high. So ba- sandbagging. <laughs> yeah, you know, prime sandbagging. <laughs> yeah, it been, it definitely would have been junior high. Why weren't the adults doing it? 
Well, they were there too. We just needed that many sandbags. Whoa. Manit- Southern Manitoba was flooding. Right. Mm-hmm. So they pulled the kids out of school and made you guys sandbag. Damn right. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty amateur. <laughs> yeah. Did you see? Did you guys save some? I think we saved many homes. Did you really? And did you lives. get to put them on the banks too, or you were just assembling the bags? Nah, just assembling. Huh. Yeah. They left the uh, putting them on the banks for the adults. The hero work yeah, for the adults. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you'll never forget who bagged all that sand. <laughs> that is the craziest story I've ever heard. You guys didn't uh, well, you didn't have any fun. No, we don't have any fun. Even if we did, I don't I don't know if they were pulling kids out of school. Yeah, so. I don't think the children would be involved. Mm-hmm. Mm. You do have a fellow Winnipegger though who remembers that. You got, yeah, you remember bagging? Says I was in Winnipeg too for that flood. We volunteered for sandbagging yeah. homes. I was under the age of 10 for sure. Yeah, okay, then maybe it was uh, uh, elementary. <laughs> I'm guessing those are some half-ass feel. Like, I got some under 10-year-old kids. Like, they're not putting a lot of sand in that bag. Oh, I, just, I remember a lot of screaming. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I can't carry it. Fill it up. Yikes. All right, were you asked to help out or were you asked to do a job that you were a total amateur for? Mm-hmm. This guy, Joel... He's uh, just got his pilot's license to fly a helicopter, brand new. Went and rescued 17 people from flooding in uh, Tennessee. I want to see if we found if we can find anyone who has helped out the police. Mm, I don't know if we'll find I don't, out. I don't know if we will either. I know some people, though, like to tell a tall tale. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Because I feel like the police mostly would just be asking you to get out of the way. Well, pretty much, yeah. I don't think they want to involve you in anything. Were you asked to help out in a situation and you had no idea what you were doing? Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Oh, these are crazy stories that are coming in. I love them. Mm. We're talking about the time that you were asked to help out and you were a total amateur in the situation. I was looking to see if we could find anybody who's actually been asked to help out by the police. Like you're just in the, yeah, I'm not in, saying, the in an area that I'm at just a saying, time. That's a massive liability. It could yeah. be. If you're just joining us this morning, we're talking about this because there's a story in the news about an amateur helicopter pilot in Tennessee who actually saved 17 people who were on their roofs of their homes because of flooding. And uh, he didn't have a lot of flight hours behind him, but he went up there and did it, mm-hmm. which is super cool. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah. Uh, this text here, staying totally anonymous, is going to start it off. You ready? Mm-hmm. Says, guys, my friend and I routed our regular bar many years ago. Some officers came into our bar undercover. We knew who they were. They sat beside us. We had to pretend to not know them. <laughs> they actually showed us pictures of people and said, Can you pick out these people at the bar? Oh. Mm. We did our thing, and the next thing you know, they waited until the guy went out for a smoke, and they took him down. Oh, damn. Police cars everywhere. My friend and I felt like real detectives. Oh, wow. <laughs> what if that guy they took wow. down remembered you talking I to those know. officers, though? I'd be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. If someone slid up to you in plain clothes next to the bar yeah. and was like, hey, if I show you some photos, would you be able to pick these guys out? Mm. Would you do it? Well... Are gonna, they flashing a badge? I I don't think so. Then no. I agree. Yeah, I'm not going to help. That could be a hired hit. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not, not getting involved in that. If you flash a badge, then yeah, sure. Whatever you want, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I will squeal like a piggy. Him, him, and him. There's also three yeah. in the back. <laughs> that cabinet there, that's a secret yeah. door. They're in the back. Oh, that's wild. Uh, 780-489-4669 yes. if you want to jump in on this. Uh, Jen, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Um, did you help out when you were not qualified at all? 
Oh, 100%. So I was working at a big retail store uh, in one of the northern Alberta cities, and I got a call from the police that uh, they wanted me to help clear a certain section of the store. And it turns out that they had a off-duty police officer who was in the store, had noticed somebody in the store who was wanted on a very violent Canada-wide warrant. Okay. Known to be armed and dangerous. So they had me inconspicuously clear the customers from around there because I'd be a lot less noticeable to him. Yeah. And then they went in and took him down hard. How did you clear out a portion of the store? I just went and talked to the customers. I said, oh, that item you were looking for, it's over here. Let me help you get it. And kind of steered them away. Oh, and like so shove them out the front door? Really? Basically, like just shove them out. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Were you at any point terrified when they told you that there's like a horrible human being in there? Not so much, no, because I knew someone was in there watching him. Mm. So if it got to the point where they were concerned, they would have gone in anyway, and it would just been harder for them. But yeah, yeah. What? So they like kind of talked me through it. I'm like, okay. Was there any customers that were reluctant to leave? <laughs> Not really. No. Most people, when you, especially when you're in that position of like running the store, they're like, oh, okay, I don't know what you're talking about, but sure, let's go. Yeah, that's a good so, point. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, but the bread's right here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like, I'm actually just looking for this p- specific shampoo. I'm good. I don't need to go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And at that point, I'm just like, no, no, you really you really got to see this thing. And I'm kind of like, we have the coolest thing on the other side yeah, of the exactly. store. Yeah. Way better than what you're oh, looking what at. Oh, story. Wow. Okay, thanks, Jen. Thanks, Jen. No problem. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Hmm. I wonder as a, if as a customer, if you would, like, feel Jen's energy and see her... She would have piercing eyes, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> like, you'd read the room. You'd read her energy and be like, oh, wow, like, like I need to get out of here. Yeah. Mm. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, hey, Chris. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing fantastic. Uh, what's your story here? What happened to you? Uh, well, uh, you guys are talking about helping when you're ill-equipped. So, when I was younger, uh, I'd say probably 15, 16. I think I was 16. Yeah. yeah. I lived in a small town, Redwater. There was uh, some forest fires that were getting pretty close to the town. And it's all volunteer services out there. So they yeah. actually conscripted everyone in high school over the age of 16 to help fight the fires. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? They just sent you guys out with, what, buckets of water, hoses, whatever? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. They had us digging holes in the ground, digging trench lines. And what? Wow. some hoses, and we're hosing down the, the forest fire. Yeah, I guess you got to do what you got to do. More, more manpower, the better. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Anything to make sure that they didn't get too close to town to burn the town down. Exactly, wow. yeah, yeah. Mars is just blown away by I, this. I am, just because I can't see that happening today. Are you shocked because it's child labor? Or because <laughs> <laughs> children were put into a semi-dangerous well, situation? I think, it's the, I think it's the dangerous situation. Yeah. Right? Because kids are kind of all over the place. Right? Yeah, we had supervision with the sandbagging. They're yelling at us, faster, uh-huh. faster. <laughs> 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 no lunch, and it was sweltering. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> there you go. Okay, thanks, Chris. Great story, Chris. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Take care. Take Bye-bye. Care. You guys missed it earlier. Crash told the story that when he was growing up in Winnipeg, he got pulled out of school yeah, to anyone, sandbag. Yeah, anyone that's been, uh, that was living in uh, Winnipeg or just Manitoba during the floods of uh, 95 there, tons of kids were pulled out of school. To go uh, do sandbags. Which you dropped on us casually and surprised uh, Mars, Haley, and myself. Yeah. yeah. But the app is full of fellow Manitobans. Yeah. We're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember like busloads <laughs> wow. after busloads of kids coming in just from all different schools. Yeah. All over That's the place. That's crazy. Got the sandbag and shovels. Yeah. 
That's huh. literally what we were doing. Just some people were on shovel duty and some people were on hold the bag. Wow. Some other people were on uh, stack bags. What was the what's the top of the chain when you're sandbagging? Is it the bag stack? I'd imagine the bag I holders. I think it's the stacker. Yeah, the holders like the bottom. Yeah. Probably. The sandbag yeah. filler. Yeah, yeah. Because the shoveling was that was good. That's a good job. That's a good job. Yeah, like you're doing something. Yeah. Yeah. This text here says, guys, I grew up in a small town of Salmo, British Columbia, and we had a vehicle stolen. My dad could see the cops chasing the vehicle, so he used his King Cab F-350 long box (laughs) to block traffic (laughs) so the guy couldn't get by. It worked. He stopped, and the cops took out his tires. Pop, pop. Oh, man. They shot out the guy they were chasing, right? Yeah, not the, guy, the, no, not no, the no. truck that's not the truck that's <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> no, the the stolen vehicle. Ah, uh, okay. Like his dad, if I take it upon myself to help the boys in blue, yeah, and sacrifice my vehicle <laughs> to stop a fleeing criminal, am I am I reimbursed for no. my heroics? Like if your vehicle gets damaged? Yeah. No. No. I'm going to say you go through insurance and you pay your own deductible. I'm going to say so too. Because the cops would be like, we had this under control. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Uh, Michelle, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you. How are you guys? Doing fantastic. Uh, Were you asked to help out when you were not qualified? Uh, Very not qualified. Oh, what what situation were you in? Um, So I got... Uh, put on a ride along with the police officer. My dad was a sergeant, and so he hooked me up with one of uh, the guys from his squad, and I got to go on a night shift and ride along. Oh! And it was a lot of fun. We did a lot of crazy things, and I have, you know, probably about four or five different stories. But one of the things that was probably the most the most nerve wracking for me was they had gone into a house and they were looking for a guy who had broken into. Um, someone else's, like his girlfriend's house. Yeah. And so they were going into the house and he was like, okay, well, like he obviously knew I couldn't go in with them. So he put me at the back of the house. What? Yeah. They took you out of the car and put you at the back of the house? Like on watch? Yeah. So I had to like stand at the corner of the back of the house and peek around the corner. And he was like, okay. (laughs) And then scream if you see someone? Yeah, he's like, so if anybody comes out, I want you to holler really loud. <laughs> oh, my God. Were you terrified or just, like, jacked? Like, this is the craziest thing ever. I think both because, like, I was only 17. Like, I was a 17-year-old girl, right? <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm looking all around me, you know, like, in every direction, not just not, just not at the house. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you you hear a rustle in the bushes. You're like, oh my god, yeah. oh my god. Do I yell now? Do I yell now? <laughs> yeah, I know. And actually, a window started moving. So I don't know to this day if the guy was going to come out the window or what. But oh, what a story! And then he saw you standing there, and he's like, no, I can't do it. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> Jeez, that is a wild one. Thanks for sharing that, Michelle. Yeah, thanks, Michelle. <laughs> No problem. Thanks, guys. DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars, all one word on Instagram. 1023 Now Radio. All right, let's get to some news here for you guys on this Tuesday, August the 31st. Uh, First of all, uh, looks like we do have another mask mandate now coming to the city of Edmonton. Masks or face coverings will once again be mandatory in all indoor public spaces. That's going to start this Friday. Council voted to reinstate face coverings by law yesterday afternoon in a vote of 9 to 2. Now, this, of course, is because of the numbers that are going up. The city said they have to do something. Well, it's a no-brainer, right? Mm. 
The city said the citywide bylaw will now remain in place until December 31st or until cases fall below 100 per 100,000 for a minimum of 10 straight days. Mm -hmm. Currently, there are 205 active cases per 100,000 in Edmonton. That's, uh, I think that's as of Friday's data. Yeah, yeah so, not, so. Yeah, of, yeah. not as of Mondays. Now, there are some exceptions to the mask mandate, which includes persons under the age of two, persons who are unable to place, use, or remove a face covering without assistance. There's a whole list of them there. You guys can go through it on your own. Mm-hmm. But just know that starting on Friday, all indoor places will, rec- will require you to wear a mask. It is now bylawed once again. Probably shouldn't have scrapped it so soon. Well, it just sucks that we're back to like May. Yeah, we're totally back now. Yeah, in hindsight, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, right? Yeah. But it was the best summer ever. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> price you pay for the best summer oh, ever. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is the price you pay for the Ugh. best summer ever. So mm. don't throw those masks out yet. No. Throw them in the washing machine and get them ready to go, because starting Friday, you have to wear them inside. Mm-hmm. Off to Halifax we go, where if you're running from the police... Try not to increasingly slow methods of transportation to switch off to those things because you'll probably get caught. Two idiots in Halifax robbed a bar on Friday, took off together on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. But they had to ditch it after they crashed into a cop car that was chasing them. Oh. oh. One of them got arrested nearby, but the other guy took off on foot and then decided his best chance was to swim to freedom. He jumped in a small lake and tried to swim to the other side to get away, but it turns out like crash, he can't swim. Oh, no. And as he was doggy paddling, he wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> so two cops hopped on a pedal boat no. and started chasing him across the lake. Another cop jumped in a canoe. Wow. And a fourth cop found a stand-up paddleboard, a subboard. <laughs> <laughs> the slowest cop chase and ever. And off they went. By the time they got to the dude, he was struggling to keep his head up, and he was pretty close to drowning. So they tossed him a life jacket, pulled him out, and took him to jail. No word on what they're charging him with. Did any of the cops fall in? No, none of them did. Really? They all stayed afloat? Two on the pedal boats. Yeah. One in a canoe, and uh, one cop on a sup board. Are they going through like a whole patch of lily pads? It looks like, yeah, there's a picture of them in the app. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you can't, you don't really see the water, it's just a bunch of lily pads. And the flowers, and then the guy's head. <laughs> They're going to get him. I thought the guy on the stand-up paddleboard would have been standing up. He's using it more like a surfboard. Yeah, well, he's just laying on it. If you're a first-timer, yeah, you're not going to risk falling into that water. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you've, you've paddleboarded before, and you stay flat yeah, for a bit. Yeah. I go on my knees, and then I eventually stand up. Oh, <laughs> man, this is funny. <laughs> East Coast Andy. Damn it, boys! Always the dumbest stories from Halifax, <laughs> making us all look bad. No, that's East Coast Andy. No, I don't. Not it. Not at all. Yeah. I got a lot of dumb stories from here, too. Oh, it's all over the place. <laughs> it's all over the place. This is just a great one. Yeah. <laughs> what a brazen robbery. I expected this to be at nighttime. Mm. This yeah. appears to be the middle of the day. Yeah. yeah. Just right there in the middle of the day. <laughs> so there you go. If you do have our app, have a look there. You can see the police officers in their various modes of transportation on water. That's a great photo. It's a great Canadian photo. <laughs> the canoe, the pedal boat. <laughs> oh, that is great. The and subboard. Just, and just his head sticking out of the water. Yeah. It's great. Mm. Okay, guys, this is good news. We're doing some good work. A giant nest with nearly 1,500 unborn murder hornets was found and destroyed near the BC border. Mm. Man, oh, man. You can now breathe a huge sigh of relief. Did we, like, blow them up? Fire in the hole! 
what we should have done. Get rid of them, That's right? What you we do because they're bad, right? No, they are very bad murder hornets. Uh, no, they actually vacuumed them out. Oh, a little oh. shop vac. Yeah, they vacuumed up over 100 of the critters from the nest, as well as 67 extra murder hornets that were hanging around the area. In total, the department said that there were 1,500 giant hornets, or murder hornets, in all stages of development. They were discovered inside nine layers of the nest, and they eradicated it. Hmm. Great job, team. When you vacuum them up, yeah, they don't die. No, they're trapped in the vacuum canister. And, and then, then what you, do you do with that? Well, fire in the hole! <laughs> you lose the shop back. Is that what you do? Yeah. I would guess they put some, they mix some, they suck something else in there that would kill the murder hornets. Or, yeah, when you get some them all raid. in, you spray in yeah. some uh, Yeah, I don't killer. know. Yeah. They said that they're gone, though. Do we got boots on the ground patrolling the border looking for we these do. nests? Mm-hmm. We do, actually. Yeah, it's, it's the Americans that are doing it right now. Mm-hmm. The Washington State Departure of Agriculture. They actually have officers that that's their only job. God bless them. Just look, looking for murder hornets. Looking for murder hornets and then getting rid of them. Mm-hmm. So that's some good news. All right, did you have a nice, relaxing morning? Maybe you're having it right now where you're just sipping on some coffee watching the news, maybe listening to us right now. Yeah, don't have to worry about showing up to work yeah, on time. Yeah, chilling Maybe. at home. <laughs> right? It happens. Just relaxing. <laughs> well, I can tell you this right now, if that in fact is you, your friends with kids hate your guts. 40% of parents say that they've been late to work because their kids are holding them up in the morning. Mm-hmm. They're just too slow. Here are the top things that people say uh, they struggle with in the morning all because of their kids. Number one, getting your kids up and out of bed. The average parent says that they have to tell their children to wake up twice before people actually get moving in the morning. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I I, I remember being a kid and I didn't want to wake up. No. Like, oh my God, this sucks. No. Life sucks. I remember getting yelled at. Yeah, all the time. They'd come in the first time and say, get up. And then you wouldn't. And then the second time it was like everybody was mad. Mm -hmm. Number two, getting yourself out of bed as a parent. You just don't want to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Jimmy up all night with kids. Yeah. Number three, remembering everything that your kid needs to take with them before you leave the house. I'd be like, this is a you problem. <laughs> this is a you problem. <laughs> well, now, now it isn't because now there's teachers email you oh. to let you know what uh, Junior needs. When we were kids, though, there was no line no. of communication. No. It was all in the child himself. Yeah. To it make was sure all they had us. everything. Mom so, and dad didn't know what we needed. Nope. So your teacher will email you and say, you forgot this, 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 well, this, this. You and you're like, what? Up. Yeah, what's needed? What's I'd be expected. like, well, talk to the kid, not me. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we were raised. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's not like that. No. No. Do you pack everything for the kids, you and Rach? One of us does, yeah. Yeah, Rach does. Rach Rach does, yeah. Uh, Number four, having to get up and make breakfast for everybody Mm. puts you back way, like, hours behind. Packing their lunch if you don't do it the night before. Oh, yeah. Number seven, or number six, rather, getting everybody dressed. Apparently, it takes a while to get kids to put clothes on. Do you just let your kids wear whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Their, to an extent. Their body, their choice, their, yeah, yeah. their individual styles. But like styles. if, uh, let's say your daughter wants to wear a uh, princess outfit, you're like, have at her. I mean, I guess if it's, yeah, if it's weather sure. appropriate. But what is. if what if it takes Layla 45 minutes to decide on an outfit? That's where you run into trouble because yeah. some kids really care about what they wear yeah. and some kids do not and mm-hmm. would go in just straight pajamas. Yeah, so yeah. it's finding that balance because mm-hmm. you are at the top, click, clocks are ticking. In the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have to lay out my clothes the night before. Mm. I do that now. And you were, yeah, you still do. I did it last and you night. Were not, you were not allowed to change? Like, as a no. kid, you laid out your clothing, you yeah. couldn't pick something That's different That's what anymore. I wore. No, yeah. that is what I wore. Yeah. But then why didn't you stick to that? Because now you have, like, five different outfits laid out. And you're I, like, no, mm-hmm. I laid out this outfit. 
maybe I don't know. And then you put it on, you're like, mm, no. in the mirror, you do a twirl, you're like, I do. No, no, not feeling it. And then I go and I put on my Disney princess dress, and I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe this one instead for yeah. work today. <laughs> <laughs> Crash is gonna have to call Lauren see how he dealt with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, like, what'd you do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, number seven, finishing uh, having to finish chores before you leave to go to work, like dishes or running the dishwasher or mm. flushing all the toilets. Number eight, getting your kids to brush their damn teeth. Yeah. Apparently, they just don't do it when they're asked. Getting them to school on time. By the way, the average kid will show up to school late six times a year. Oh, wow. I guess if you're not taking the school bus. Yeah, if you're not taking yeah. the bus or... I know, I remember getting to school was my problem. That was your problem? Yeah. It, mm. Like, my parents didn't drive me. Yeah, that was it wasn't, a you problem. That yeah. was a me problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, find your own way there and don't be late. Yeah, nobody was rushing to get me in the car to get me to school. Mm. I, I had to get out the door to get to the bus or take my bike. Like pub, Did you take public transit? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, school bus for elementary, public transit for grade seven. Wow. Mm-hmm. I walked to school in elementary. Yeah. Because we lived in town at that point. Mm-hmm. So me and my brother would walk. It was like... 20 minutes to the school. Oh. I live far from my school, too. It was far. By Uphill, ourselves. Both yeah. Ways. <laughs> yeah, me too. And we were, like, little. Like, would you little, be, like, little. grade two? Like, walking grade to school? two, grade three. Oh, my God. Yeah, walking to school by ourselves for 20 minutes. Jeez. Yeah. I'm going to say that probably wouldn't fly nowadays, right? No. Especially walking through downtown Drayton Valley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> I know. I grew up, like, right across the street from a public school. Mm-hmm. But my parents insisted that I go to the Catholic school, which was 20 minutes away. My life would have been easier if I could have just walked across the street yeah. to go to school. Mm-hmm. Right there. All that time you'd save. All that time I'd save. Mm. But yeah, it was about a 20 minute walk. Mm-hmm. Think of how much fun you would have had in that public school. Yeah. Right. I, I, every day. <laughs> Crash. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I did. Schools used to be a lot more willy nilly, but when you rolled in. Yeah. Yeah. You just go in when you got there and you head to class. Now, if a kid's late, they got to go in through the front. Hmm. You got to check in with... Uh... Do they lock the doors? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Do they? Game's mm-hmm. changed. You can't just like open the door and sneakily get they into the They used to lock the doors when I was in high school. If you were late, you had to go in through the front door, oh check in God. with the office. Oh. No, really? Mm-hmm. Our doors were not locked. Never? No. Hmm. They were just happy kids came. Yeah, yeah I guess, yeah. <laughs> well, 50% yeah. showed up. They got away from that sandbagging and made yeah, it to yeah, class. Yeah, right? yeah. And number 10, finding time to shower and get ready yourself. Apparently, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just all morning. That's mm. all it is. All right, is this a pol- polite policy that you should do, or is this totally unnecessary? Some guy in the UK is trending online because it's something he does every time he stays at a hotel. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Before he checks out... He strips the sheets off his bed and stacks them up. He says he does it to make make the maid's job a little easier. It sounds like he's making the sheets a little dirty. Yeah. And he wants to hide something. Now, he posted a photo on Facebook of how he does it, and the internet latched on. Some people think it's great, and they plan to start doing it. Others say it's unnecessary. Because the maids are paid to do it, so why do it for them? Wow, that's that's a bad excuse. Yeah, I mean that's that's what, maybe that's the same people who are like don't put your shopping cart back because people yeah, right? are paid. Yeah, it might be those people. I don't want to take away jobs. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So you're gonna throw my shopping cart in the ditch. <laughs>
One person had a different take and said it's not right or wrong, it's just weird. And a few hotel maids also weighed in as well and said that it's nice when guests do it, but they don't expect people to do it. It is a nice gesture, but if I was cleaning rooms, I would think someone threw a dirty in there. Something was something, something was terrible. Horrible. Something those bad sheets. happened to those sheets, and I really don't even want to touch the ball. I of agree. Them. If I was in housekeeping and walked in, I'd be like, "What's in this?" Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a picture in the app. They are just literally the sheets. The sheets are pulled off the bed and balled up. Yeah. Right. Possibly that, hiding something. That means like you've peed, you vomited, yeah, diarrhea all over. Is this not just the equivalent though of like if you're eating out and stacking the dishes before you leave for the for the waiter or waitress? But they don't want that. That's what other people are saying as well, isn't it? The same. Yeah, but they uh, wait staff don't want you to stack dishes because they well, have their own method. I don't mind. No, it's not that I don't want you to stack dishes. <laughs> they have a unique way to stack plates. <laughs> it's it's putting them on a tray. That's what I, I mean. Like they I would don't rather... want you. To, don't put your dishes oh. on when I'm holding the tray. Yeah. Because I, I'm the one balancing it. Because like we went out for dinner last week, mm-hmm. and uh, she came into the table to grab some plates, and I started grabbing a few, and she's like, "Oh no, no, that's good, that's good." She didn't like my stacking method, and then she grabbed individual ones and separated on her tray. Well, if she's grabbing the plates, yeah, but if before you leave, you can gather things. Uh-huh. You sound like a shopping cart guy right now. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't want to take away the waitress's job. <laughs> She'll pick up everything I dropped on the floor. No, but I thought, like, because uh, I'll stack some dishes and then, like, put all the cutlery on the top dish. That way everything's stacked nicely. Yeah. But, yeah, they don't want that. Oh. Like, when they're busting a table, though, if, like, they got some kid coming by with, like, uh, just a big tray to put things in. You know what I mean? Well, who's, oh, like who's, a bus tray? Yeah, but if you're, Where like, you the when, you're, bus when, you're, tray? when you're handing out plates, sure. Yeah. But like you can, you can stack some. The place I went to doesn't done, come right? with a big plastic tote. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Gosh, I haven't seen a big plastic tote in a long time. <laughs> you got to get back to Danny's. <laughs> it's been quite some time. <laughs> that's still there. Yeah, that's true. But that's yeah, true. the serving tray. Like when you were serving at Chili's, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a plastic busboy tray. But uh, would you no. be upset if someone piled all their dishes into one spot on the, on the table? No, I wouldn't be upset about that. What I'm upset about is you putting things on my tray or taking things off. Mm. Because I've got a balance going on. Like a tray of drinks? I'm like, thank you. See, the drinks is interesting because I worked on um, some yachts mm-hmm. in the um, English Bay Harbor, yep. Vancouver for a bit. Mm-hmm. And my job was to walk around with champagne flutes and to make sure that the guests got champagne flutes. Now that's tricky because as <sighs> they remove champagne, your balance on your tray changes mm-hmm. and you're not supposed to double hand it. Right. And you still got your sea legs. And, you, and you've got sea oh. legs. Yeah. They should put. They should make glasses like champagne flutes that have magnets on the bottom that stick to a tray. Oh yeah, right. Because then you're gonna yank it <laughs> off and the whole tray's gonna That's pop true. up. That's a bad idea. This text here says, "I work in hotels and our room attendants love it when the rooms are stripped. Save oh. the RAs several times, especially when they're so overworked. Be nice. Strip your bed. Huh. Oh, okay. So you're not concerned that the sheets are soiled, or you don't care. You throw not. them in your bin and move on." You know what's horrible is I'm doing the opposite, and I'm not going to do it anymore. I make the bed. Well, yeah, I don't know why you make the bed. Like, when we leave the hotel? Yeah. I, like, I don't, like, tuck it in and stuff, but I will... Because that's just irritating. Because yeah. now they have to go and, like, really rip the bed Like, apart. I'll pull... Yeah, I'll pull the sheets up, the blanket, and I'll, like, I'll smooth it all out. I'll they st- mustn't know we slept here. <laughs> I think they appreciate like a messy bed that's really untucked. Yeah. Because then you just you grab know. it and go. They want to know you had a good time. <laughs> yeah, right? Stop doing that. <laughs> you hang the wet towels back up too and everything? Yeah. Oh. No, the wet towels I usually <laughs> fold and I'll stack on the sink. I, I, like, on the I throw them on the floor. Throw them, in the, throw them in the tub. Yeah, oh. you're supposed to throw them on the floor or oh. tub. I'm not throwing towels on the floor. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. 
I'm pretty sure there's a sign somewhere that says, put your dirty towels on the floor. Mm, there is one about the tub. I haven't <laughs> seen the floor one. Mm. But yeah, throw them in the tub. Oh, I fold them and I stack them up next to the sink. But then they, they might confuse it as a, a fresh towel and put it back on the shelf. But it's wet. Yeah, I fold mine and put mine in the tub. Yeah. You fold it Fold it tub? and what? <laughs> so then they know it's dirty and it's easier for them to pick up. It's they don't have in to the like tub. <laughs> Well then they can just grab it. They don't have to wrap their arms around my used oh, towel. Oh I see. I see that. Well you fair. just grab the towel and you're like, oh God, and you throw it in their bin. No. Make it easier for them. And like you folding towels, Mars, and putting them on the counter. Yeah. It, uh, they're not necessarily cleaning the room right after you leave. The towels might be dry by the time they get it there. It doesn't matter. If you're checking out of the room, they replace everything in that room. They don't reuse it. Well, they're not taking towels off the shelves. Not the towels. That's why they specifically... A lot of hotels will say now, leave the towel up if yeah, you don't... Yeah, because it's all like... Yeah, e- I don't put it up on the shelf. I put it on the counter. They might think that you pulled one out and put it on the counter, and they're like, no. oh, that's fresh. Tub you them know. towels. No, thank you. No, you know when Mars towels been used. They oh, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. Do you make the bed too, Haley? I will take the sheets and I'll kind of like fold them semi-neatly so that they have like... You the take s- the sheets off? Well, because that's easier for them. <sighs> I'll leave the duvet kind of at the top of the bed mm-hmm. and then I'll have the sheets kind of folded nicely into piles so that they can just grab them and replace them. Sometimes I leave like a tornado went through there. No. Because you always do that like last, you do that last shake of the the yeah the blanket before to make sure, to make there's sure nothing there yeah. yeah you don't want to forget anything yeah some socks phone whatever charger oh no I like fold it all back up smooth no. it all out <laughs> refluff up those pillows I think I've been checking out wrong. Mm. I always thought no. it was a good checker. Over. Mars is re-steaming all the bathrobes. No, you guys are right. Because look at this. It says, guys, I worked as a, a hotel housekeeping for a bit. Yeah. What I do know now is when I stay at a hotel, I take the blankets off. I pull the corners of the sheets off the mattress. Then the maid can just grab the sheets. Mm-hmm. Ah. It's quicker. It's quicker for so them. So do you do that every time you leave your room? Let's say you're staying, uh, you're doing a four-night hotel stay. Do you sh- rip your bed apart every night? No, because they don't change your sheets every night. Oh, I like clean Crash sheets every night. He calls down. Oh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Isn't it nice? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Oh, okay, well, I'm doing it wrong then because everyone is saying, yeah, don't do not do what Mars does. <laughs> this one, roll up your sheets and make it look like a body on the oh bed. Oh, my God, I would never do that. <laughs> I'm doing that in Cuba. Right? Totally do that. That'll cause some delays in cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. All right, what if you've tried all the dating sites in the world, you've spent countless hours trying to make connections, and ended up with zero dates? Well, you can always start your own dating website featuring just you. A 29-year-old dude in St. Louis named Colin O'Brien struck out on the major dating apps, and he drained it because he said he was exhausted. He was trying to be funny. He was trying to be unique. He was trying to stand out among all the other single guys, and it didn't work. So he started his own website called DateColinObrien.com. And 10 days ago, he posted it in a Facebook group called Date Ideas and Things to Do in St. Louis. Now, the site that he put up is quite elaborate. He sells merchandise. There's a bio filled with honest information like his height, weight, tax bracket, the COVID vaccination he got, his Zodiac sign, his Harry Potter house, his pros and his cons. And guess what? It worked. Damn. He's already heard from 200 eligible women. He has 13 dates lined up. My man. By the way, he's not the first guy to do this. Two years ago, a dude in North Carolina created a dating app with only himself on it. I couldn't find any information if he was still single or not. Hmm. I guess that's how you do it, right? Your own website. Yeah, your own website. Get a little traction on yourself. You got to be your own marketing firm. 
<laughs> and probably cheaper than a dating website subscription. Yeah, most like, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, he's got some testimonials up there. Like yeah, they looks dated. Really good. What's the testimonial? Like it's I dated some, him. He was okay. This is from Tony Award winner Faith Prince. This hmm. Colin is hilarious. He's funny, he's a good guy, he makes things happen. He's good. <laughs> Comes off like he's got it all together, but you know underneath that he's got this vulnerable heart. Hey. Oh. This is is from Laura McGee, whose daughter has refused to date Colin. Says he's the perfect guy for my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually very funny. Colin's mom left a nice blurb. This is a good idea. That's a good idea. Colin's married friend left one. Colin refuses to accept my proposal to become a second sister husband, so I guess he'll still be available for now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he will. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So there you go. If you're having a tough time trying to get uh, some traction on the dating, (laughs) to your own site. As a gal that likes the fellas, Marzi, Mm -hmm. let's say this Colin maybe isn't someone you'd traditionally be drawn to. Mm -hmm. Does this change things to like a fun little... Yeah, I think so. Does this him a bit? I think so. Like Haley, this, Haley and I have talked about it before. If, mm-hmm. if a dude is funny, yeah. it's attractive. So oh, this yeah. this adds a little excitement in Missionary Mars's life. A little bit. I love this website. I know. The website is adorable. Oh, my God. It's the best. It is great. There's also, though... No, I'm not going to say I love the picture nope. of him sitting at the patio table with his laptop. He's got a couple hearts on his laptop. That says datecolinobrien.com. And he's just smiling. They've got the things that he's good at and he's bad at. Yeah. (laughs) Collins needs to be liked by everyone. Pretty bad at tennis. (laughs) (laughs) It's cute. It's funny. Agreed that is all great, but Mars had something. No, I'm not going to say it. He's Collins not listening. I know Collins. He's not listening. Well, no, just a lot... um, (laughs) He he looks like a great guy. Much of being... He's a a big fan of Weird Al Yankovic. I agree. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I agreed with. Yeah, there's no nothing here's, to agree. <laughs> here's what I'm saying. A lot of being attracted to someone starts off oh. with the first sense. Yeah. Which is visual. You don't yeah. think he's got it? Therefore, I would not go on a date with Colin O'Brien. Even with the website. Even with the website. What's he eats one pizza every week? That's on that's the fine. Con, that's on a con section. That's not a con. That's fine. That's fine that he eats pizza. <laughs> Another con made this website. <laughs> uh, I mean, good for him. He has a crippling fear of medical procedures. Mm-hmm. He's not particularly stylish. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Haley, based on just looking at this, would you sign up for a date? No, because he dresses like my dad. <laughs> yeah. He very much dresses like my dad. He dresses worse than my dad. Oh, my God. Oh. I don't know about that. Yeah, he does. Lauren's pretty stylish. <laughs> yeah, my dad isn't, so that should yeah. be a big red flag. <laughs> big red flag. <laughs> the, the merch seems a little much. Yeah, the well. merch is a little much. Well, and also, like, Colin, he's... Say it. No, I'm not going to say it. Is it a bit of a red flag the man needed a website? Yeah. Yeah. I love how we've completely turned on Colin. We have. <laughs> I haven't turned on Colin. I think he's no, I think a stand-up individual. Great. I think it's great. Well done on the website. Oh, you can even start a conversation with him here. He made leggings. Excuse me? In his merch site, there's leggings that say datecolinobrien.com on them. That's cute. Like, that's cute. I mean, like, he is branding to women, so. Right? Yeah, yeah. So you could date him and get free leggings. He's like, going to get our single ladies and our money. What the heck? Yeah, yeah I guess you guys are right. Do it up. Mm. Well, but Mars is looking at his face and being like, "Ugh." No, it's not. No, that's not what I'm saying. 
I did no, basically say a visual is the first I'm thing. I'm just and you know what? To mm-hmm. some people, they might be like hubba hubba. Yeah. Right? It's just not for me. I'm going to buy you a uh, date ColinO'Brien.com shirt. That's a no from me, dog. You don't want that? No. Mm-mm. Everyone's into selling merch, even government. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Wasted time. I know. I saw that. <laughs> Well, nonetheless, go to datecolinobrian.com. If you want to be disappointed if visually <laughs> <laughs> by this complete troll of a man who made a website, crawled over from under the bridge to go online for a couple of seconds. No, it's not what I'm saying. It's just, you know, some people would be hubba hubba. Uh, yeah, just uh, not uh, not you. Not just. That's right. Everyone's got their type? Everyone's got their type. Yeah, there's a couple photos of him on yeah, the app there. If there you, you, go. See him. you can go and check it out. Mm-hmm. All right, this is a crazy story. So can you imagine if you're at the airport, you know when you stand at the carousel and your bag's going around? Yeah. Right? Can you imagine if a pile of raw chicken just showed up oh. next to your bag on a baggage claim? Well, that happened on a conveyor belt in Seattle the other day. The TSA posted a video to let people know you can check raw food like that. But the person didn't pack it well enough. So the box broke open. And all this raw chicken was just all over the conveyor belt. Look at that. There's so much of it. It's gross. I don't see any ice packs. Why are you just yeah, transporting, just transporting chicken, chicken without like ice packs and keeping it cool? Just I, I don't know. Ugh. Well, it must have been in something because it still has that luggage shape. Yeah, it's like shaped to be it's, a box. Yeah, it's like congealed chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Right? It's, yeah, it's all it's 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 a, in a giant cube, and it's like yeah, it's like parts. There's some thighs in there. Some yeah, like, yeah. It's not just chicken breast. Yeah. yeah, it didn't fall apart. It's the size of luggage, like it's in the form of luggage, but there's no luggage. <gasps> Do we think that somebody tried to like bring a luggage filled with raw chicken? Yeah, they did, and the box broke. It was like in a box. <laughs> And like, it broke open. You'd think that there'd be remnants of the box or the luggage. Yeah, I know, right? Shouldn't there be like safety plastic around it yeah. to keep it yeah. from leaking through the cardboard? Imagine if you see that tumbling down the belt and goes on the uh, the carousel. You're like, oh, God. And then your luggage comes tumbling down and goes right, right into, into the it. chicken. Oh. <laughs> gross. Yeah. Oh, it's really gross. Like, what do you do with that? Like, I don't why know. Why would you ever transport that? I have no idea. Apparently, though, the TSA said that you can, when traveling like through the states, check raw food like that. Hmm. But the person didn't pack it well enough, so the box broke open. I guess going across Canada, you can travel with uh, food like that. Didn't you get in trouble recently? For traveling with food? Yeah, like in the last year. Because you can't bring like produce across borders, right? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can I can go to I can fly to Winnipeg with food. Yeah, but not across the international no. I can't go oh, into the, the states. Yeah. No, no, no. Can, uh, local, uh, like across Canada, I totally can. Mm-hmm. Like you check some in your luggage, or you're bringing into the. I'm just trying to think now yeah, because I we flew with a couple that they brought a cheese board, uh, like meats, cheeses, olives, and while we were waiting at the airport, like after going through security, we were sitting there and we we're snacking. Yeah, she pulled out a charcuterie board. Yeah, it was, was a full deal. As they're like, and there was hummus. Yeah, that's yeah. right. There was. Although I got busted for trying to bring a stick of butter back. <laughs> yeah, that the, right before COVID, we uh, tried to grab a stick too of butter. Much butter. Oh, like the it was a they considered it a liquid. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. They considered more liquid because I had uh, it wasn't like the little square sticks. It was yeah. the bigger rectangle one. Yeah, and I knew I didn't have butter at home, and I was at a place and like, oh, uh, I, I'll get butter. I'm sure I can bring it. And then the lady pulls it out. She's like, what's this? And I'm like, it's butter. Yeah. And she's like, hmm, I don't know. 
And I'm like, what do you not know about? It's butter. Have you not heard of butter? <laughs> <laughs> Lady, I'm going to blow your mind. <laughs> do you have some bread to your mind? <laughs> Crash just said to because we were in BC, this was before COVID, and Crash just said to her, he's like, I don't want to stop at the grocery store when I get back to Edmonton. And she was like, I understand that. Let me go check on this. She wouldn't let us bring it. She took my butter it's in too the back. To liquid. Well, it was too much. It was, it was over a certain uh, the milligram. But you can have... Or the could, milliliter or whatever. Yeah, because the milliliter. But butter, to me, I consider a solid. No, because... They're not putting limits on our solids. Some of the security agents will classify a chapstick as a liquid. Where did you get... You got the butter, like, in a sev at the airport? Yeah. <laughs> right before the airport. So I was getting like, bottles of butter. You were your snacks. You're like, yeah. oh, we need butter. I need butter. Yeah. That's an odd move. I'd be suspicious <laughs> as well. <laughs> we, we, we didn't want to stop at the grocery store. Yeah, it was yeah. right there. I, I know I needed butter. So yeah. I grabbed it, and then she took it away. And I'm like, well... After she took it away and I left, I'm like, well, I could have just broken it in half. Well, butter needs to be refrigerated, And then I have two though. separate uh, ah. things that I could have worked. Quick flight. People leave butter oh, on their yeah, counters all the time. Oh, yeah, that so quick. Who cares? Yeah, if you get stuck on tarmac, you don't know what the future holds. <laughs> I'm with her. That was a weird move. <laughs> <laughs> People leave butter on their counters all day, though. Yeah, the butter's fine. Yeah, it but transports I, I know well. that butter. Ah. It was weird? And it was like premium 7-Eleven butter. I paid like six bucks for that. Oh, you paid for that, but I wasn't premium butter. You <laughs> paid premium prices. Crash, this text came in, said that they were behind you in line when that happened. They remember it. Yes. <laughs> uh. I love how small this world is. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it did happen. Yeah, she was all like, yeah. It's, it's like a curb your enthusiasm moment. I'm like, yeah. that is butter. It's butter. <laughs> you found this butter. What a great time to get recognized out in public. I know. Arguing with the security <laughs> Over butter. <laughs> you, you weren't arguing. Well, I was a little. I just wanted a butter. I think she thought like maybe there was a shank in there or like some sort of like well, explosive scan device. It. It's, or... it's a dense brick. <laughs> yeah. So you had to toss your butter? Yeah. yeah. But after I left, I'm like, oh, I should have broken it in half. Loophole and brought it down to the I should have taken half the butter. Well, no, I could have broken it in half and then I have two separate pieces. Yeah. It's the, problem, the problem is it's one block. Right. So yeah. if I had chopped it up. Boom. I'd be like, wow. boom, butter. What do you do? <laughs> I want my six bucks back. <laughs> Down butter. Uh, well, here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. I want to know who travels with food. When you go to, um, when you go on a vacation, like let's say Haley's going to Cuba. Yep. Yeah. Haley's a little worried about Cuba. the food down there. Mm-hmm. Are you going to bring a suitcase full of food? Yeah, chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. You bring chicken nuggets. Well, why not? You might well, not get it across the yeah, border. Wow. I, think, I think that'd be tough. That's why you bring enough to bribe them. <laughs> yeah. If you let this slide, this 10-piece is yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a 10-piece with your name on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where, where are you at with people eating on the plane? Not not the airline-provided food, but like bringing in a Subway sub. Oh, I sat next to a dude who had a Subway sub on a plane once, and it stunk up the whole the, plane. The tuna melt. Yeah, regardless oh, of the sandwich. It was so bad. I'm also very subconscious when I get the cheese board on a plane. You should be. What? Why? Well, no, because the the cheese is fine, but the meat stinks. The meat stinks. stinks. I'll be honest. I've never sat somewhere in a plane where I've been offered cheese. (laughs) That's what you should be subconscious about. You can sit anywhere on WestJet yeah, and get a buy, cheese board. You can buy a cheese board, board anywhere from yeah. the back of the plane? And WestJet, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's not just for uh, the front seating there. Yeah, I, I mean, at the back of the plane, you pay. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. What? No, I've paid for a cheese board numerous times. Mm-hmm. I've paid for it. I'm like, yeah, bring on that yeah, cheese board. And your plus seating price. Yeah. No, that's not true. It's included. In the back. <laughs> All right, do you travel with someone who brings an entire suitcase of food? Have you tried to get food across the boardroom where you busted? Mm-hmm. Or like this uh, suitcase full of raw chicken. Oh. 
were you able to get it over? Call Crash and Mars. 489 4669. Join the conversation. 1023. 1023. Now radio. Uh, have you smuggled food across the border? Yes. Did you smuggle it on a plane, go across the globe? And you're like, sweet, my sausage showed my up. My sausage is here. <laughs> it is amazing the risks we'll take yeah. to bring food. When some people Isn't it? like if you're traveling, you don't like like certain things at a resort. You don't yeah. like you don't yeah. like food. Uh, like buffet food or whatever, so you tend to bring your own snacks. Some people, like the beautiful woman sitting to the left of me, are extremely picky eaters. <laughs> <laughs> and will not eat local cuisine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's true. I like what I like. I like what I like. <laughs> Is there uh, repercussions? Like if you try to, you know, if you're a mule for drugs, mm. it's a big risk you're taking. Yeah. They're not just going to throw your drugs away and let you on the plane. But if you're sneaking food across... yeah. Is there any, like, besides losing your food, is there any, like, price to pay? Oh, you can I be think fine. You can be fine. You can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she threatened me with a $500 fine for my butter. For the butter? No, yeah. <laughs> no, because no, you weren't going across that was, that was international borders. But I think if you go, like, if you try to, like, get into Canada yeah. here at the airport with, um, you know, meats or produce, yeah. yeah, you can get big fines. They don't just throw it away. They're writing up a ticket. Yeah. yeah, they destroy it, actually. Yeah, like in front of your face. Oh. They blow it up. Oh. Yeah, because they don't need bugs. Yeah, but like border security. We watched uh, that mm-hmm. show. Uh, many, many episodes highlight the fact people are trying to import food, and they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like we're- ducks and stuff in their bag. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about this because a pile of raw chicken showed up on a baggage claim conveyor belt in Seattle the other day, and the TSA posted a video about it that's gone viral. Uh, you can travel with raw chicken across state borders. The person, though, didn't pack it well enough because the box broke open. Mm. So this cubed, pressed-together raw chicken parts went by. It's pretty gross. Uh, it's amazing how many people travel with oh, food. Yeah. Let's fire through a bunch here. Sure. Uh, Stephanie, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Hey, doing fantastic. Great. Uh, your sister brought a bunch of food on a flight, right? Yeah, we were headed down to Florida to Universal Studios, but she was right in the middle of training for a figure competition. Yeah. So she had a strict, strict diet, and she brought large amounts of salad with her for the trip mm. and for the plane ride. So we did get stopped at security, and nobody really told us, you know, we could throw it out. We didn't know what was going on. They told us to head to this other area of the airport. Turns out we had to go to this agriculture area to declare her crops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's a bag yeah. salad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we waited forever there. We almost missed our flight because of the salad. And uh, nobody told us we could have just thrown it out. But that's what we ended up doing. Because, yeah, they were going to make us pay for it. And Oh, <laughs> yeah. I would have just, yeah. Just cut your losses yeah. and go buy salad when you land in Florida. Yeah, instead of standing in line for three hours. Oh. Just, yeah. You can't travel with produce. No, no. Okay, thanks, yeah, Stephanie. No, we learned that. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, you can't travel with produce. Mm-hmm. Nope. That is pretty funny, though, that she had to claim her crop. That's how much salad she had. <laughs> Angie, how are you doing today? Good, how are you guys? Doing hey, fantastic. Um, you got busted going through security. What were you bringing? So, uh, when I was 16, I was coming back from Germany. Um, I was an exchange student, so I did that program. Yeah. And there are certain things you can't find here um, that I absolutely love in Germany. Like, it's just favorite candies, chocolate, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. I also decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to bring back some wine for my parents. Okay. And, <laughs> yeah. And other things. I also bought, like, some baked goods, baked goods and stuff like that. Wow, yep. 
Now, in Germany, I was of legal age to buy wine. Oh, no. Um, at, at 16, you can buy, you know, small amounts um, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, but I just think about the return when I came home. I was, you know, not 18. Oh. So, yeah, you're not of yeah. age. Right? So, the the baked goods and stuff, the cast, like the security over there let me bring it. They're like, oh, you poor Canadian. Yeah, you're going to miss my food. Yeah, you can take it. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> Uh, it got my baked goods that were like sealed and you know that kind of stuff got taken, um, and so did my wine. I was like, "But the wine's for my parents; it's not for me." And the lady's like, "I don't care." Well, yeah, you're yeah. underage; you can't have that. The excuse of every teen. Yeah, yeah. Like, this not, isn't mine. It's for my parents. <laughs> exactly. I'm carrying it for a friend. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the hard part was is I was at one of them. One of the random people had coming back. They selected for a full bag search. Uh, yeah, and then they did that. They found it. They took it. Next thing, I, her partner says to her, "Oh, we're gonna have fun drinking those later." I'm like, <gasps> "Excuse me?" Oh, you're like, "That's my wine." <laughs> like, get out of here, kid. How dare you? Right? Oh, that's oh, hilarious. Man. Yeah, thanks, Angie. <laughs> Not a problem. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, you too. Bye, bye. Yeah. When you see your stuff get taken away, it sucks. Yeah. Right? Like, a, that butter did kind of hurt. <laughs> right, but you can buy more butter. That 16-year-old cannot buy more, more wine. wine. No, yeah. no, that's true. Yeah, that's way more important than my butter. <laughs> this text here says, My stepmother brought me three New York pizzas when she flew in from New York. Oh, my God. She did declare them, though, and it was a good thing because the dogs at the airport in Edmonton sniffed her out right away. She got hauled. You can yeah. bring a whole pizza? I didn't know that. And that was she came to Edmonton from New York. With <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's a long flight for for pie. For pie, yeah. yeah. Wow, for a pizza pie. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, let's do uh, Jay. Hey, Jay. Hey, how's it going? Doing fantastic. Um, you managed to get some stuff through security, right? Oh, I did it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> so I lived uh, overseas when I was a teenager. And I would, my parents would, like, send me back to Canada for the summers, and then I'd go back for school in September. So I obviously flew quite a bit. And I would just go to the dollar store and load up on chocolate bars and snacks. And just, like, basically my carry-on would be nothing but food. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. Well, it's like a 12-hour flight. It's a long time to be stuck there in airplane food because it sucks. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So did they ever stop you for it? Oh, every time, especially in Germany. And they'd be like, what is this? I'm like, oh, this is a coffee, Chris. Did you want one? You look so, like, tired and you're doing such a great job. You know what? Take two. I've got lots. You what? And are they cool when you do that? Oh, yeah. They'd be like, oh, can I take one for my friend? I'm like, yeah, take more. I don't even care. Look at how much I have. And then they let you go through? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Bribe them with a coffee, Chris. Yeah, a coffee, Chris will do that. Being tiny and female, and then being like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. Did you want some food, too? Yeah. yeah. So it works every time. Oh, huh? Mars, I don't think you have the kahunas to do no, that. No, I don't. I don't have the kahunas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would just crumble. I would crumble. Yeah, I yeah. love it, Jay. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> no problem. Okay. Every time. <laughs> there you go. Okay, take care. Bye bye. Oh, man. Yeah, you would panic. Yeah, I would panic. I don't, uh, like, honestly, my. My bag has, like, clothing. Right. And I don't even barely travel with makeup anymore. 
after a makeup debacle. And you're very vocal at security. Being yeah. like, just putting my liquids in the bags, the <laughs> provided do. airline bags. I'm like, look, Crash, the provided airline bag for our 100 mils or less things. Yeah. Mine are going in. <laughs> like, they don't care. <laughs> uh, Tracy, how you doing? Good. How about you? Doing fantastic. Doing uh, you ended up sneaking something through security, right? Yes, I moved to Taiwan and I couldn't find probies for sale anywhere. Yeah. So when I came home, I had my mom make 22 dozen handmade probies and we froze them individually, grabbed bubble wrap, put them in that, tin foiled them, got a frozen bag from Costco, put them in that, and wow. put them into my luggage. Yeah. And I got stopped when I went to go deposit my luggage and they were like your luggage is overweight do you have anything oddly heavy in there i was like nope went around the corner put all like two pairs of pants on a bunch of sweaters and came back and my suitcase got through and 34 hours later i landed in taiwan with 22 dozen frozen progies <laughs> and had a progie party with all my friends oh well, yeah they're probably like so oh my god what is this <laughs> We went to Costco and got the big super size um, sour cream tub oh. and had pierogi parties. Oh, that no is way. wild. The concern was the weight, not what was in your luggage. Yeah, they were just like, what's heavy in your luggage? I was like, I'm not sure. It's just clothes and gifts. Clothes and, and gifts. And totally got them through. <laughs> Over 20 dozen of pierogies. That is crazy. Oh, yeah, I bet you. pretty much the entire luggage. I bet you those pierogies just tasted that much better. Oh, amazing. It was so perfect. And friends hadn't had them for years either. So oh, that is great. It was great. a great treat for everyone. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Tracy. You guys have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, man. Imagine imported pierogies. Smuggled pierogi. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, forbidden love is the best kind of oh, love. Yeah, yeah. It is forbidden. An illegal pierogi. And right. you don't eat them all. You oh. only cook a small batch yes. because you want to save them, right? Must. Delicious. These pierogies came a oh. long way. I'd be like... <laughs> And she was so calm and cool about it. I would have been crapping my pants the yeah. whole time knowing uh, I had those. It's not 200 pounds of pierogies, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Take my luggage. Uh, right? <laughs> uh, one more on this. Let's do um, uh, Maria. Hello. Good morning. How are you guys? Doing fantastic. Um, you pack something and try to bring it across the border, right? Every time I go to the States, I bring back several boxes, not just one, but several boxes of Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> you love your Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> I do. I used to love them growing up, and then they don't make them in Canada anymore. No, so they don't. That's, that's what I bring back. Do that's you, awesome. Uh, is this like you going join a land border, or are you flying? Well, usually I fly, um, but I mean, I've, we, I've driven across and done it too. But usually we fly back. So yeah, at, Mc, at McCarran Airport, I usually you know take them out of the boxes, and then I just, you know, have the little packages, and I pack in my suitcase, and, you know, there's usually four to six of them in there. And I guess it's it's sealed. It's dry goods. It's dried goods, yeah, and it's sealed, so you're good to go. Yeah, nope, they've never said anything. However, my husband does have something. He's just always so embarrassed, like, really? (laughs) (laughs) Really? DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars, all one word on Instagram. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Here's some news for you guys on this Tuesday, August the 31st, the last day of August. So the province of Alberta has announced that they will be offering the third COVID-19 vaccine. And here's who they will be offering it to. Uh, If you're immunocompromised, you will be offered uh, a dose available to all seniors living in congregate care. 
as well as some travelers later on this week. The government made the announcement yesterday afternoon as Alberta recorded more than 3,000 new cases of the disease over the last three days. The third dose will be offered beginning September the 1st. So here's uh, what you'll be, who's available or who's eligible to get the dose. Transplant recipients, individuals with chronic kidney disease, individuals in active cancer treatment, individuals on certain medications as well. The province said that if you're also immunocompromised or living in a care center. In addition to that, the province will also be offering the vaccine to Albertans who are traveling to a jurisdiction that does not accept visitors who have been vaccinated with the Covishield AstraZeneca. Yeah, you guys got the uh, the little yeah. uh, cocktail of yeah, yeah. vaccines. So for those people who are traveling, like I, I believe, like because cruise ships aren't letting you on with the AstraZeneca, mm. now you might possibly be eligible to get a third dose. To oh, get, and then that'll get you there. Yes, yeah. the province stressed that Albertans with two valid doses of any vaccine used in the province are considered to have received a complete series of vaccine. However, there are some places outside of Canada that will not accept visitors who have been vaccinated with the Covishield, AstraZeneca, or the mixed doses. So they said that the additional mRNA doses will be made available at least 28 days after your second dose to Albertans who are traveling to a jurisdiction that will not accept the mix. Mm -hmm. That's good. So if you're going, yeah, you you should uh, talk to your doctor or pharmacist. Yeah. yeah. So you you you're, you're covered. So yeah, you're exactly. covered. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah, some exactly good it. Here. And great news if you're not vaccinated, there's a lot of openings. Yeah. 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 Go get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Please. Go. Go get vaccinated. Please. Yeah. <laughs> please, 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 please do, do it. Look at this. Please. Just don't get vaccinated. I don't want to cancel my Cuba trip. Yeah. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I am going to be very upset if my butt is not in the. Sand. I know. We all I've, have tentative trips. We've booked, all got like, plans. Please. You <laughs> ruined this for me. Yeah. I know. I'm ruining winter for everybody. I'm done. <laughs> oh, I'm with oh. you, Haley. No, we don't want to hear you. that. Yeah. <sighs> I don't care. You ruined my vacation. I'll ruin your winter. Haley's mm-hmm. gonna hunt you down. Yeah, I'll come find you. <laughs> With that song that we just played, blaring yeah, too. I'm just gonna play country on a loop. I'm not gonna do anything else except There's just blare it. Your country music coming. You're like, ah, it's Haley. <laughs> I was fancy like, but now I can't go anywhere. <laughs> exactly. Now she's angry like. Now she's Ugh. angry like. That's yeah, right. Yeah. There are 401 <laughs> people in hospital with COVID-19 in our province. 98 of those people are in intensive care. 303 patients not admitted to ICU, 79% of them are unvaccinated or partially vaccinated. Of the 98 people in ICU, 94% of them are unvaccinated or partially vaccinated. There are now 11,426 active COVID-19 cases in the province of Alberta. Here in Edmonton, there are 3,571, over 400 more than in the Calgary zone. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, we got to get those numbers down. I know, we got to get it down. And uh, the government won't help us, which is why, like, doctors are now doing their own updates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Because uh, no one else is giving them, which is good. The city put in the bylaw for masking because the province won't step up. Uh That goes in, what, Friday? Yep. Yeah, Yeah. on Friday, so. (laughs) Michelle and Beaumont, open for summer, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Close for the rest of the year. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, but that's the thing here in Alberta. Mm-hmm. If you can't get it done, when other people can't do it for you, we got to do it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Yourself. Yeah. 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 So we don't have anybody to rely on anymore. Let's just get it done ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's great that uh, the yeah. group of doctors are getting together. I do They're too. answering questions that yeah. a lot of people have. People so. got a lot of questions. Yeah, and good on yeah, them. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's good news. Mm-hmm. Here's some good news as well. A crowd full of strangers filled a Northwest Park in Calgary to celebrate a boy's rainbow-themed birthday during Pride Week. Now, this is actually a really nice story. So here's what went down. Uh, Leah says her son Brody came out as gay this spring. And when he did, the 12-year-old lost many of his friends, which is sad. Now, that made the prospect of celebrating his birthday this year a sad one. So here's what they did. She said she asked her son, what do you want to do for his birthday? And he said that since he had came out as gay, he's lost all of his friends. So he didn't even want to invite anybody to his birthday. And she said, well, we're not doing that. Mm -hmm. She put a call out to the community to show her son some love, posting his situation on Facebook. And guess what? People turned out in droves for this 12-year-old boy. Dozens of friends, family, strangers, and yes, even drag performers strutting to born this way. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Which I love. (laughs) Arrived in the park. Um, The boy initially thought that it was just a crowd to get near an ice cream truck. When he realized he was the guest of honor, uh, he said it was, quote, the best day of his life. Oh, that's an amazing story, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cute. He just thought people were showing up for ice cream. Well, because he was there for <laughs> ice cream, like, oh my too. God, this is for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, the community said that they just wanted this boy to feel support. Mm-hmm. And support him, they certainly did. Absolutely. So. That's, that's great. That's a good news story for you guys today. Oh, look how many people showed up. I know. Wow. There's a lot of people look at that there. Photo. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Good job, Mom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, yesterday we had the news about McDonald's and Wendy's and the changes that they were making, and now Dairy Queen has jumped on board to say, hold up, Canada, we're doing something cool, too. What's up with DQ? Are you ready, Ginge? Yeah, talk to me. Dairy Queen Canada just released its fall menu. And? And it includes a blizzard? Yeah. Flavored pumpkin pie? Mm. Oh, Oh, what? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. And another one, pecan pie. All the pecan pie would be good. I'm listening now. I'm back. Are you back? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you um, like a pecan pie or a pecan pie? Uh, pecan. Pecan. Okay. Fancy like. Yeah, it's not pecan. <laughs> <laughs> I say pecan. Okay. All right. A pecan pie. Pecan An- pie. Another flavor that you can add to your list. Yeah. Are you ready? Sea salt toffee fudge blizzard. Actually, that'd be really good. <laughs> and I'm okay. not big into blizzards, but I would, I would definitely... <laughs> Have my way with that one. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm large into blizzards. This is good news. Yeah. <laughs> Other flavors that they're bringing, uh, making a comeback this fall season at mm. DQ. Choco dipped strawberry. O. Henry peanut butter. Yeah, that's the one. It's mm. there right now. It's incredible. That's, you had one? It's been in the summer. Yes. It's the greatest blizzard I've ever had. Really? Oh, Henry and peanut, peanut butter. butter. And peanut butter. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Peanut butter ice cream is really good. I don't think I've ever had it. GD right it is really. It's yeah, incredible. Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever had peanut butter ice cream. Is it just peanut butter swirled in ice cream? It depends. Next time you have some vanilla ice cream, throw a scoop of peanut butter in there. I don't know about that. I'm not, blow you away. No, I'm not crazy like that. But you like the um, the Reese's peanut butter cups. Love them. Yeah. Those in a blizzard would be out of this world crash. Well, yeah, but that makes sense. That's already a formed piece of chocolate. Have you ever had an O. Henry peanut butter? A peanut butter O. Henry? Oh, so good. Uh, Yeah. It's a, it's the next evolution of O. Henry. I don't know. Now slam that in a blizzard. Oh. Get a taste sensation. And the last one, Oreo chocolate fudge. Hmm. That seems basic. What? I don't know. I Oreo think chocolate like... fudge? That seems like an old classic. That seems like something you can get now. Yeah, right? O- Oreo's always been there. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so thrilling every time you hit the DQ drive-thru to see what's, <laughs> to see what's up on that blizzard board. She's just like, <laughs> <laughs> just, When we were kids, there was Oreos. 
There was like a score. Yeah. There yeah. was like there was like four blizzards. I like the score. Now it's half the menu and it's a thrill. Do you want to hear uh, something wild? Yes. Uh, the first time I went to DQ was when uh, we moved to Edmonton to Launch Now Radio. To Launch Now Radio. We were living in uh, the West End in Glastonbury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in that neighborhood there, there's a Dairy Queen. We went there and I got some DQ. That was the very first time in my life. When Now launched. When Now yeah. launched. 11 I, took, years, I took him to Dairy Queen. 11 years ago. He had told me we were out sitting by, uh, like, we had this little, like, fire table thing yeah. in our backyard. And, and Crash's like, ooh, fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ooh, hot. What is this? <laughs> And we were talking about the restaurants in that neighborhood of, in Glastonbury at the time. Yeah. And I'd mentioned Dairy Queen, and he said he had never in his life been to a Dairy Queen. Sometimes talking to you is that a mad... It's like Encino Man. Like uh-huh. you're an unfrozen caveman. Yeah, I agree. Has any of these, on these modern technologies you'd never heard of before. The, uh, I will say, too, the ice cream, it was a little too rich for my liking. Well, it's because your tum isn't used to those... Flavor. Flavor. Oh, you got the you got the Marzi bad tum. Yeah, I got bad tum. We both got it. Yeah, I remember laying in the fetal position, being like, "Oh, Dairy Queen." (laughs) (laughs) You'd never had dairy before. It's like powdered milk your whole life. Yeah, Yeah. you shouldn't knock it again. You should try it again, Crash. Because I think you would really back since. Why? No. I, I've dabbled the only the only time I've dabbled in Dairy Queen is when they come by and bring the uh, blizzards. Yeah, yeah, you eat like two of them. Yeah, yeah, but you haven't gone to. Oh, I don't eat two of them. No. Well, I think you're. I think you're ready again. Oh, I don't know. Do you want to? Do you want me to get the trots? I don't I, know. I think you it, don't I, get the trots. I think the ice cream is just too good for my body. I think I think you're. <laughs> you're too good for ice cream. No, no, the ice cream's too good for me. Mm, yeah, like I'm it not, ruins yeah. you. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's it's just too good of quality of ice cream. I think mm-hmm. it's worth the risk again, and that way you know for sure if you yeah. it's something you can continue having because it's if if you could have spent your whole the rest of your life eating ice cream, mm-hmm. Dairy Queen ice cream, and you're not doing it out of fear, then then stop. Mm-hmm. Try uh, once more. Brian in the South shot us a text. Hey, Brian. And he says, oh, my God, I'm going to Dairy Queen right now. Breakfast of champions. Wow. He just got to the Dairy Queen. Yeah. This is his text. No! DQ opens at 10. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't, I don't recall DQ serving breakfast. <laughs> says, Change of plans. Brunch of champions. Brian from go. the South. <laughs> <laughs> what about if DQ did dabble in a breakfast? They oh. created a blizzard. Like a breakfast blizzard, and they put tater tots on the ice cream, like some eggs in there. Oh, no. that sounds great! Uh, no, no, not eggs, but throw some tater tots on it. Uh, Mike from the West has questions for Ginge. Says, Shoot. "Have you tried the drumstick blizzard?" Oh, <gasps> there's a drumstick blizzard. What is that? I don't like know what chicken that is. Drumstick? Not chicken. It's like the ice cream drumstick. <gasps> Those are my favorite. Oh. He says yeah. he says it's amazing. Those are my favorite ice creams, the drumsticks. Because uh, does that include like a ground up waffle cone and everything? Yeah, they just throw a drumstick in a blender. And <laughs> they don't. Yeah, it's got everything in there. That's how they do it? A drumstick is a great cone. I don't even know how they do it, the scientists down at the drumstick factory. Oh, mm. Especially the bottom is the best. Yeah, yeah the clump so of chocolate. liquid in there? How do yeah. you do that? I don't know. Amazing. Mm. Drumsticks are good. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah I are. will eat my way through a whole box of those. <laughs> They're very good. I have so many at home. <laughs> <laughs> They're That's great. Awesome. When you open your freezer, you're like, oh, one, one left in the box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think of the fall menu? The pumpkin pie blizzard and the pecan pie blizzard. I'll, uh, I'll be honest. I'm not huge on pumpkin. Okay. But that pecan's got my ear. Mm-hmm. Working with you for years, uh, you're really picky. I've noticed that you're quite picky. I'm just like you, you definitely pumpkins. love to eat. Like yeah. you love food. Mm-hmm. But you're quite picky. I'm not picky. 
You don't like carrot cake, right? No, I like the top. I like that cheese. Cake. I like that cream cheese. <laughs> cream cheese ice cream. Like, I mean, it's fine, but it's like the last cake I'd order. Like, I'll eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. a gentleman. If you have me over for uh, dinner, I'm going to have some dessert. Slice of pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving? That's coming up. Yeah, I mean, if there's no other pies, again, wow. I'm going to have dessert. And you'd be like, uh, 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 and pack it back. <laughs> I'm only having two pieces, though, because this is totally disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and you better cut that in four big slices. But yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's. Uh, I think there's a reason it's only in the fall mm. for a pie. Okay. It's, no, it's no apple because oh, it's too okay. much. It's no peach. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is pumpkin pie the top of your pies? No. No, I like a apple crisp mm. or crumble, whatever you want to call it. I yep. like a cherry pie. Mm-hmm. A cherry pie. Yeah, I like cherry pie or I like a rhubarb. Oh, I like a good rhubarb pie. Oh. Good rhubarb pies are great. No, oh. no, I think I had too many rhubarb pies growing up because that stuff grew in the bush. It's just free pie. <laughs> <laughs> you want a mom to put some work into it. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Town, get yeah okay. Please go shopping yeah. for something. Right. <laughs> Don't forge the bush for a pie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the pandemic has changed our daily habits in a lot of ways. And here's one more. A lot of women don't want to wear makeup anymore. Yeah. Go natural. We're done. I haven't worn makeup for the majority of the pandemic. And you've looked fantastic. I look tired, yes. No, wow. you don't. You know what, Haley? I wouldn't even know. My skin has been so good. Let me yeah. see on now TV, because the camera literally literally is in your face. It's yeah. on her face. The camera okay. in this <laughs> in yeah. this booth is not very flattering. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. Gonna wait no. for it to switch to Haley. You know, and one of the um producers who helps with our uh our pro- like our podcast mm-hmm. sent me a photo of myself from a screen grab because I'm not level with the camera and it was hitting me in the chin at the oh yeah the, the other day yeah oh i saw that yeah you gotta li- bring that down i don't know if it was just the screen grab that he got but i looked horrible oh, they no, do screen no. you know what Haley? they do screen grabs of me too and they're awful like, why are you sending me that one wait till i'm smiling you have the whole show of me talking yeah and you've got the one where my eyes are closed and i'm going <laughs> i know me too but the screen grab for me i have like i have like seven shins because i yeah. pushed my like why are we doing that one like there's pretty ones where i'm like this yeah, where you're sitting really nice. Th- that's not or how like you this. speak. You speak like you speak like this. So let's talk about yeah. ice cream. I give myself eight chins. I'm like, let's talk about Dairy Queen. Yeah, because you need the inflection. You got to put the oomph into your voice. It takes some chins. Yeah, it shows. I think those bad photos just show passion. Oh, they're horrible. It just shows a lot of passion. They're yeah. horrible. Haley, you look great Haley on camera looks today. Amazing. Mars, you look fantastic on I camera. Know, thank oh, you. Thanks. Yeah, you got Ging, it fired up right now. Ginger, you got some good lighting on you. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. By the way, if you don't know, you can watch the show live and yes. see what's going on in the studio at 1023nowradio.com. I'll be honest, I never watch. You know, yeah. I'm here. I see you guys. I don't need a second view, but I think I'm enjoying the second view. Yeah, this it's is nice mesmerizing. Day. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's fun. Because the camera feed's delayed by 10 seconds. Yeah. So you can say something and then just have a peek 10 seconds later. And see there what you, you look are. Like. Have a great another laugh later. <laughs> Double the laughs, guys. <laughs> I did not realize that we all talk with our hands so much. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a lot of hand movement. We're very animated. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Mm. Well, when it comes to wearing makeup, this effect actually might stick even as we all start to go back into the office. The Huffington Post just did a big write-up on it and talked to a bunch of women who said they're never going back to full makeup after this. The survey also found that 71% of women who normally wear makeup are using less of it. Beauty product sales are actually down 25%. And a lot of women say they just don't see themselves spending 30 minutes a day painting up their face anymore. What yeah. is Sephora going to do? Oh, they'll survive. They'll make money off the skincare products. <laughs> yeah. They sell two lipsticks and they're good for the year. No, nah, if we're yeah. not wearing makeup, we need anti-wrinkle cream. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or if you uh, are joining the conversation right now, 
$500 gift card to Shoppers Drug Mart. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah, there you go. Automatically entered. Mm-hmm. Text 56789 or give us a shout 780-489-4669. Mm-hmm. We'll give that away sometime around 9. So mm-hmm. there you go. But I'm not wearing a lot of makeup anymore either. Well, you got uh, you got uh, mascara on. Mascara and a brow pencil. Yeah. Uh, you got some lips. No, that's a chapstick. That's, oh, a that's chapstick. chapstick. That's in mm-hmm. your natural lip. Yeah, it's my natural lip. I've been drinking tea and water all morning. Mm-hmm. Why are they like swollen and like they look like they're just done? Because they're flapping in the wind over here as I'm doing <laughs> the news. <laughs> 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 Cheaper than Botox and everything that Cheaper you're doing. Cheaper than fillers. And filler. Yeah. Is there a standard, uh, if you're not doing a full face, mm-hmm. and you're just doing like a couple minutes worth, is there a couple things that every woman does? Is it always the the eye? Like what is, if you're doing one thing, what's the one thing you do? My eyebrow. The brow. The mm. brow for me, yeah. For mm. me, it's lashes. Yeah. Because I have blonde eyelashes. So you got to put something in there? Yeah. Yeah. I do brow and lashes. Those are the only two I need. And, I f- a, and a chapstick. I feel like you're putting a lot more on your face, though. Because I grabbed a mask out of our uh, car this morning. This yeah. is uh, Mars's beige mask. Mm-hmm. And I put it on. I'm like, oh, like it smells uh, makeup-y. And then I look inside. I'm like, what happened in Let there? Let me see the inside. There's nothing in there. It's all like brown and like weird. There's a, there's, well, there's a bit in there. I think that's from my tinted sunscreen from the summer. It just didn't wash out. No, this is like just washed like last night. I haven't worn that crash in weeks. Like your face is in here. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. The other one has lipstick skin. Yeah, that's from early in the pandemic when I was still wearing full makeup. <laughs> yeah. And I'd put lipstick on and then my mask on like an yeah, idiot. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah so, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So that's what I do. Well, you guys look amazing yeah, without everybody makeup. Does. Do what you like. Yes. Exactly. For those of you who've got a little kid at home, I'm sure, or maybe you remember being a little kid, you remember Stranger Danger and the Stranger Danger test? Well, you teach your kids to say thank you, except when strangers are offering them candy. That's uh-huh. when they're supposed to run away and mm-hmm. yell for help. Well, this mom got a bit of a surprise when she did the Stranger de- Stranger Danger test with her daughter. Yeah. Uh, this is adorable. I have some audio here for you. Ready? Yeah. Have a listen. Me, I want to ask you something. Listen. If a stranger comes up to you and says, Hey, little girl, do you want some candy? What would you say? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Yes! (laughs) She's not quite getting it. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's being polite. I mean, she's clearly adorable. The video, of course, has gone viral. Her mom calls her over and asks her the question. Yeah. If a stranger offers you candy, what do you say? That is amazing. Play it again. Uh, Hit us with it one more time. It's so cute. I want to ask you something. Listen. If a stranger comes up to you and says, Hey, little girl, do you want some candy? What would you say? Thank you. (laughs) She's so quick. She's like, oh, I know this. Oh, well, thank you. Manners matter. Thank you very much. So if you want to watch that video, it's adorable. Do you educate your kids on stranger danger or is that just a thing of the past? You got to talk strangers. Yeah. I was taught about strangers. Yeah. It's not just candy either. You got to warn them about puppies, kittens. Mm -hmm. Oh. Or like, a, like a, someone walking around with a box of kittens. Come here, I got some. I got some kittens over here. You mm. want to see one? No. The big yeah. thing when I was I was growing up in Calgary, I remember uh, we were told of, of strangers pulling over and say something happened to your mom or your dad. They told me to come pick you up. See, mm. ours for my generation, it was if somebody said, um, "Oh, I, I've lost my dog. Can you help me find my dog?" Yeah, I lost mm. your dog too. That was that a big one. one. That's the big thing we have to tell you to tell kids now is that an adult would never ask you for help. Yeah, yeah. you're useless. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a big red flag. 
Like, have I ever asked you to do anything? <laughs> yeah, that's the issue. Adults don't ask kids for favors. No, yeah, no, no. Or yeah. help. They don't need help finding dogs. They no. don't need help. Do we still have no. that uh, block parent thing? No. Remember that? I do remember block parent. There's a yeah. safe house, uh, in, yeah. like a couple safe houses in a neighborhood that would put up a block parent sign. That was a thing. Yeah, yeah. you can. And if kids are like lost or whatever, yeah. you can go to this house and that's deemed a safe house. Did they do background checks on these safe houses? Uh, I, don't I don't think, think so. so. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't also, know. Looking back, because it's like the 80s and 90s. Yeah. B- bit of a flex by those uh, those block parent houses. Oh, yeah. To be like, I'm better than everyone. Yeah, because if the, yeah, your next door neighbor is not a block parent, but you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you get a little complex. I would think. Yeah. You don't want to be known as the unsafe house. Would you have wanted to be? Because I think in order to be a block parent, you had to be home all the time. Like you oh. couldn't you couldn't put a block parent sign in your window and then both mom and dad work all day. Oh, like there was some responsibility. There, there was some responsibility mm-hmm. because I vaguely remember my mom saying she didn't want the responsibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you got to deal with other people's kids. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also both my parents were working, right? So Just put the kids in the backyard, get them to weed yeah. the garden. Some say block parents are still around. Oh, you, are they still around? That's still a thing hmm. in this day and age. I haven't seen a a block parent. Since I remember being. In elementary school, they we used to go for walks like as a class, and you'd walk around the elementary school, and they'd point out which of the houses were blocked. Oh, to be like, this is a safe yeah, house. Yeah, that's yeah, a safe yeah, that's house. a safe house. Never yeah. go to twenty two forty on the corner there. <laughs> yeah, but next door twenty two forty two, that's yeah. fine. That I know this house okay. has a sign, yeah. but that doesn't mean it's safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this text here says, "Yes, my parents were a block parent, and they did absolutely screen you." Hmm. Yeah. Uh, this one here says, my parents were block parents as well. You did have to be at home. You couldn't have people working. Did anyone actually go to a block parent house? Like, what happens? Are they just like, all right, stand by the door. We'll call no, your no, parents. No, no, no. They keep you inside. No they questions keep... asked? No questions asked. Really? Yeah. Because huh. you're usually running away from a stranger or whatever, right? I guess, if you're lost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer's hanging on. How you doing, Jennifer? Good morning. How are you? Hi, good, good. good. Uh, your grandparents were block parents? They were. Oh, okay. So what was the uh, what was the stipulation on that? So they did have to be they did have to be uh, screened. Like it wasn't just any random people couldn't be block parents. Yeah. Um, and they had a sign that they put in their front living room window. And if they did have to go out and they weren't home, they had to remove the sign. Oh, that's oh, what it that is. Make, I mean, of course, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So if nobody was at home, they they couldn't have the sign in the window. The block parent sign literally is an open sign. Basically, yes. Yeah, yeah. O- open for business. Mm-hmm. Come on in, kids. Yeah. I don't, and you know, I never did ask them if they ever had anybody come um, when they were block parents. But yeah. Yeah. No, they were they were block parents. Huh. Oh, that's cool. All Interesting. Right. Yeah. It's good to know. Did you ever use a block parent house? I did not. No. Uh, you don't want to use a no. block parent. Well, no. House. Yeah. Hopefully, you're never in a situation yeah. that you need that. All right. Okay. Thanks, no. Jennifer. Thanks, Jen. Great. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. You bet. Bye bye. Uh, other people are texting too, saying they did do background checks. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I, I feel like you could just print that off. I mean, yeah, the kids. The kids don't know. People like eight-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember as a kid, though, yeah, you'd make note of the block parent house. You would. Because you'd mm. always run, like, worst-case scenarios in your head. Mm. All the time. I was terrified of yeah, it. werewolves, Draculas, whoever's chasing you down, where yeah. you could go for safety. Where you could go for safety. I didn't have a block parent house. We didn't have blocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's I'd a good bush. point. I need a bush parent. Bush parent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, then that's where I ended yes. up in that porn shanty yes. in the bush. The bush <laughs> Are you parent. my bush parent? <laughs> Hands me a pre-roll. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, tells yeah. me to drink from this jug of water. <laughs> and his walls are covered yeah. in porn. <laughs> Shrubs always open, son. <laughs> Come anytime. I'm your bush parent. 
Oh, no. <laughs> All right, Al. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay, go. I left my bike on your front yeah. steps. Don't go to the bush parent sign. Yeah, block yeah. parent. Block yeah. parent. Make sure there's a block. <laughs> Make sure there's a block. All right, I want to talk about this story here. And for those of you who have a story you want to share with us this morning, uh, remember, it automatically gets you entered to win a $500 gift card to Shoppers Drug Mart. Yeah. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. This girl, there's video of it, and I'm not going to play it because it's... it's ugh. She's five years old, and she was at a petting zoo in Russia. She was visiting Russia's Butterflies Park petting zoo. Mm -hmm. uh, and it is exactly what it sounds like. You know one of those parks where there's a lot of butterflies? Yeah, beautiful. Oh, well, she got bit on the face by a venomous snake. Why is there a snake in the butterfly exhibit? <laughs> because they decided to let, like, you know, like, curl a snake around your neck. Oh. Oh, oh no. They, they draped it around her neck. Yeah, you know, like, while well, people with snakes like to drape snakes around their Not necks? Non-venomous ones. I know. What's the snake? little thing. Years ago, when we had a snake in the studio and I danced to a Britney Spears song, um, was that a venomous snake? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that was. Because what was that, oh. for Toxic? Yeah, that was for with Toxic, toxic yeah. Toxic or whatever one, yeah. Yeah, it was a big uh, boa. Yeah, it was. This poor little girl. Not only does she look miserable with the snake around her neck to begin with. Oh, yeah. that poor girl. But then it bites her face and it looks pretty bad. She's okay, by the way. Uh, she's going to be all right. The venom wasn't look enough Look at it to... stuck to her face I and she's know. pulling and the skin is pulling. Oh. Oh. Mm. oh. So here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Did you guys have a petting zoo go wrong? Mm. Maybe you were headbutted by a goat. Maybe you were bit by a pig. You have a pocket full of nuts? Because uh, petting zoos, they usually put like gumball machines full uh -huh. of nuts and whatever. Yeah. Put them in your pockets and then mm -hmm. goats will just yeah. go to town. Anyone that's done some horses, you got to feed, feed with a flat hand. Yeah. Keep those fingers back. Oh, yeah, because your fingers are like carrots. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, do. they're like little carrot sticks. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And a horse can chop the finger right off in yeah. one bite. Horses don't care. No, they don't care. A horse will not bite your finger off, will it? Yeah, why not? Oh, yeah. yeah, a horse don't care. It goes, it, it's, it's salt licks and then fingers. <laughs> Horses' favorite treat. I rode my bike by a horse the other day. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird, man. <laughs> it was really weird. The horse was uh, the horse a little sketchy because it just stared Mars it down. It did not like me on my bike. Did it like run beside the fence like Top Gun style? No, it, it stood you? at the fence and it saw me coming and it watched me go all the way down the road. Wouldn't break eye contact. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh -huh. I was waiting for it to jump. It was a big stallion. Clearly but it can clear the fence. The next day I went by myself, remember? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And? Uh, it still stared at her. Stared at me. Even when she drives a car by now, it's like... Oh. This horse does not like me. What did you do? You. What did you do to the horse? Nothing. Did you show him those tasty fingers of yours? No, I was riding my bike <laughs> singing at the top of my lungs to Ed Sheeran Bad Habits. Mm. Ooh. And then the, the horse, horse is like those big ears. Oh. Maybe he's got some, you know, you know what you're oh, talking too. about Mars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't think horses have things for ears. <laughs> I think my ears are that giant. <laughs> All right, if you've had a petting zoo, go awry. Give us a shout. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All righty, we're talking about uh, when petting zoos have gone awry. Uh, and if you've got a story you want to share with us this morning, give us a call or shoot us a text. A five-year-old girl was bitten on the face by a venomous snake at a rushing petting zoo. You can see the before and after pictures. They draped the snake around her neck. Yeah. 
she looks really put off by it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the snake bites her face right on her lower cheek. Ugh. How bad was the venom? Did they have well, to like medicate she, her? And- no, she was okay. It wasn't mm. enough to like. It wasn't that venomous level. Oh yeah, yeah. It of was a just snake, but make you feel bad. I was Aww. reading. They think the snake might have attacked because she had recently had a chicken dinner. No, and oh. the snake could still smell. Could I don't smell think so. It. The prey. They Maybe. got a great sense of smell, snakes. So sh- this child was sweating chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was in her mouth. That's why it bit her near her mouth. Mm. Right? Want it in. Want it in. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, if you got a uh, petting zoo mishap, uh, feel free to share your story here. Rob can start things up. How you doing, Rob? Good. How are you? Hey. Doing pretty good. Uh, you were around a goat, right? Yeah, it's funny you guys bring that up because I was 10, my brother was 13, and my mom brought us to Storyland Valley Zoo. Yeah. And, of course, my brother, being the older brother, telling me the do's and don'ts of, you know, goats and how to react around them while we're in there petting them and you know my brother's being funny he's you know making goat sounds well this goat rushed up to him and basically nutted him right in the sack oh no oh Oh, yeah that's that's what you get that's not the worst of it Uh that's not the worst of it about six hours later in that evening my brother came upstairs and he was complaining he had sore nuts yeah yeah You know where that you know where that's going. He he basically dropped his drawers in front of my mom, and his nuts were about the size of grapefruits. Oh no! Well, I guess he got headbutted by a goat. Think of the impact that a goat can do, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So first, my mom had to take him to the hospital, and uh, and then they had to drain him, and oh yeah, it was nasty. Oh Oh, no! At least they weren't broken. It was all because he was making goat sounds and making fun of the goat. Yeah. And telling me, you know, giving me the lecture, oh, well, this is how you act around goats and don't do this and don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah older brother, okay, yeah, I get it. And did, then he's the one that gets nutted. Did you howl? Oh, I was I was teasing him. I was teasing him the whole time. He's still calling radio stations to tell us. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Put your brother's name on the radio, too. <laughs> no. no. Oh, that's great. What a story. Thanks for sharing that, Rob. I love it. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, no problem. Okay, Thank bye-bye. <laughs> Yeah. Goats will get you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Goats will get you. Yeah, that was great. Uh, another one. Uh, Holly, how you doing? Hi, good. How are you guys? Doing pretty good. Um, another uh, goat running. What happened? <laughs> yeah, so we were at the petting zoo in Kelowna. I was about seven, and we were petting the goats, and I had those little pellets, and I ran out of the pellets, so I just got some hay off the ground to feed them. Yeah. And it started kind of sucking on my pinky, and I was like, oh, ha, this is funny. And then it bit down and almost took the tip of my pinky completely off. It severed the artery in my pinky. Oh my gosh. And so my dad looked over and and I was laughing and then he looked away and looked back and my fingers just spraying blood all over the place. Oh no. (laughs) So they had to go and take me to get stitches and they had to hold me down because they had to put the freezing in side the wound yeah and my siblings could hear me screaming from the parking lot at the medicine oh all this from like hand feeding a goat yeah literally hand feeding it yeah, yeah. and then yeah. <laughs> oh oh that oh is my terrible. gosh that's horrible would you ever feed a goat again oh i love goats oh. and i my friend has some and i feed them too but i just Watch my fingers around them. Just <laughs> yeah. the palm. Yeah, go for yeah, palm, palm feeding. Palm yeah, feeding. palm feeding. All right, okay. Yeah. Thanks, Ollie. <laughs> Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. 
My gosh. I guess you forget how, how like how much of a chomp they have. Yeah. And how sharp the teeth are. This text here says we were at a petting zoo two years ago and my daughter was wearing a really cute summer dress. The end was blowing in the wind. Mm-hmm. We were trying to get a photo of her beside the fence near the goats. The goats were on the other side of the fence. As we took one the picture, the goat grabbed the corner of her dress. <laughs> Started oh. to pull on it. Yeah, yeah. Started to rip it off her body. Pervert <laughs> <laughs> goats. <laughs> I want to see what's under here. <laughs> well, because they see the fabric blowing and they're yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. I get it. Rip at it. Yeah. Uh, another one where uh, Sarah's on five here. Hey, Sarah. A large regular ice cap. <laughs> hey, Sarah. Hi, sorry. One second. Yeah, that's yeah. a good order. It's a yeah. good breakfast. <laughs> Oh, that's okay. all right. That's all right. I love no hearing orders. <laughs> oh, I am so embarrassed now. I my heart is beating like three times a second. Don't sweat oh, it. That's all right. Yeah. No worries. I even waited before I went to the drive-thru to make sure I wasn't gonna get answered. <laughs> it's like I knew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you got time to share your story here? Yeah. So, do you guys remember the Drumheller reptile world? Yeah, I do. So I had one of the snakes try to eat me. Oh, no. Yeah, so they had the snakes out to be held. Yeah. And my mom's like, I'll give you 20 bucks to hold the snake because I didn't like snakes. <laughs> I'm like, sure, why not? Easy 20 bucks. Yeah. And tried to eat me because it starts to... Uh, Tightening on me. No, oh my didn't. gosh, that's horrible. This is why we shouldn't oh, yeah. drape snakes on kids. Yeah, and you could feel as a child, you could oh. feel the snake just tightening up on you. Oh yeah, it was. I was like wrapping my hands around the snake, and they're like, "Oh, don't worry, it's normal. You're so small. They're trying to just what, like hug you, balance themselves out." Yeah, I don't think the snake the snake is showing love. No, the snake is like, "She's like, so small, I'm gonna eat her." Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, and they're like, yeah, well, we'll get him back to his cage. It's probably feeding time anyways. I'm like, are you crazy? Why would you put a snake on a kid when it's feeding time? <laughs> <laughs> All valid questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be terrifying. That's terrifying. <laughs> oh, it was it was insane. My mom's like, yeah, don't worry about that. You can get 50 for that. Oh, you can get 50? You're like, well, all, all right, right, all right. I'll take it. <laughs> I was only like 11, too. Holy crap. Jeez. Yeah, there you go. Okay, That's th- crazy. Thanks for sharing that, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. Enjoy your breakfast. Have a great day, guys. You too. Bye-bye. I don't know what the like squeezing Snakes. of a snake would feel like. I know. Uh, you've like, that'd never be terrifying. A, a big giant like snake around your arm that squeezes? No, not like tight tight. Oh, I've had it happen. Mm-hmm. It'd feel like uh, death, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. It's trying I to kill guess. you. It, it is. literally is trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, look at this thing. <laughs> <laughs> squeezing my arm until it falls off. Oh, like $12 for that? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right. Okay, let's we, get away. Did we get bucks. that fancy intro? No. You, oh, we didn't get the fancy intro? No, they didn't get it done in time yesterday. Oh. It was an idea that came too it late. It was a great idea. We, it was like the, probably the best piece of audio we would have heard throughout the 11 years of Join Now Radio. Do you want me to make one up? Oh, yes. What do you got? Crash and Mars, $500. Listen to the radio. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Let's do it right now. <laughs> Perfect. Cruise <laughs> ship? You're not winning a cruise, no, guys. No, you're not winning a cruise. Uh, but if you did text us or call us, make sure you're by your phone right now because you have to answer to win. Uh, we're we're going to call you right now for a $500 gift card mm. to Shoppers Drug Mart. If you don't answer, we're just going to move on to the next person. All right. So be around your phone. Okay, Haley, just pass me some stuff right, here, here on my go. computer. Give yeah. somebody right. a call here. Here we go. Let's do this. Holy crap. What? 
I'm a lot quicker than normal. It's so painful. You were good yesterday. You keep double checking. What? What, what, what are you looking, looking at? at? I just want to make sure I'm getting the right number here. There we go. That's it. I'm hanging up. <laughs> uh -oh. This is for that five hundred dollar. Oh. oh, hello. 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 Oh. Is this Meg? This is Meg. Meg, it's Crash Mars Ginger and Haley calling. Oh, hi guys. Hi. <laughs> hi Meg. What's up? <laughs> How you doing this morning? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? We're doing good. You sent us a uh, text. Was it regarding a uh, previous conversation or this uh, current one, the petting zoo? Yeah, it was. Oh, oh, the petting zoo. What happened to you? The petting zoo. So we took our son to a petting zoo, and he actually was really ma like mauling this poor goat. <laughs> and the goat started to poop, and it pooped all down the side of his pant leg. Oh! And, <laughs> and so we had to drive all the way home from the petting zoo. It was about a two-hour drive, and it stunk. Oh, that is brutal. Pooped on. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love that your son was like, oh my god, I love this goat. goat. <laughs> totally. And then it just took a giant crap down the side of his leg. So. Oh, gross. <laughs> that is so nasty. Uh, well, guess what, Meg? Uh, you've won the $500 gift certificate to Shoppers Drug Mart. Awesome. Thank you. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Budget sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Congratulations. And uh, once again, thanks so much for listening to the show and contributing. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thanks so much, guys. I love your show. Oh, oh thank thanks. you. We're going to put you back on hold. Haley's going to come and chat with you already. Okay. Sounds okay. Good. Don't Perfect. hang up. Hang All tight. Right. There you go. There you go. Nice. Maybe by the end of the week, we'll get a nice a I, sound We don't effect. need it. I like Haley singing, and I like that. You like the horn? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Maybe Nothing from says $500 at Shoppers Drug Mart. <laughs> like a cruise ship horn. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been that or this one. My, uh, my, yeah, I don't have many options. Oh. <laughs> was that a taser at the start? It was. <laughs> <laughs> the button's really small. What do you think they do with Shopper's Drug <laughs> By the way, guys, we'll have uh, another gift card to give away tomorrow morning. Yes. We'll let you know by the end of the show what hour but, we're going to give it away right. in. All right. There we go. DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars. All one word on Instagram. 1023 Now Radio. All right. All right. Let's get to some news here for you guys on this. What's turning out to be a pretty gloomy Tuesday, August the 31st. So we've been kind of mentioning it all morning. Uh, keep in mind, Edmonton has now made masks mandatory uh, at every indoor location starting on Friday. Edmontonians will have to wear masks again in all public spaces, privately owned businesses and municipal spaces because our COVID-19 cases continue to rise. So masks or the face coverings that all kicks in September the 3rd. So that's everything, guys. Restaurants, rec centers, while you're on public transit, ride shares, taxis, like the uh, public. Mm -hmm. The list just goes on. Yeah, if you leave your house, put a mask on. The measure will re remain in effect until December 31st, unless city council determines the bylaw should be renewed or rescinded sooner. So basically, they want active case counts in the city to go down mm -hmm. before December 31st. But if they don't go down, then we will be wearing them until December 31st. Right now, Edmonton has more than 200 cases per 100,000 population. Now, with COVID-19, researchers at the University of Calgary have found that liver disease-related hospitalization rates in our province have nearly doubled during the COVID-19 pandemic. Die. Why? Oh. We're all consuming a lot more booze, guys. Uh, uh. 
not good. Well, what else is there to do? <laughs> According to the study, the hospitalization rate for alcohol hepatitis in our province jumped from a pre-pandemic rate of 11.6 patients per 10,000 admissions mm. to 22 patients. Oh, so my God. it's double. That's terrible. The average age of an alcohol hepatitis patient in the province also decreased. Do you know the average age of alcohol hepatitis? Uh, no. Uh, 66. Oh, you're going old. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 52. Okay. Haley, you want to throw in a guess? Mm, I think it's younger. I'm going to say 30s. In the 30. 30s. Okay. Yeah. In the province of Alberta, the average age used to be 48. <gasps> oh. That's when your body, I guess, started to catch up with all your drinking. Yeah. Because of COVID, it's decreased now to 43. Oh, that is not good. That is not good. The full impact of excessive alcohol consumption during the pandemic. They say the full amount of it has yet to appear in Alberta hospitals. So what are they saying to everybody? Watch your drinking, guys. Is there an easy way to balance it out? Like have a couple drinks, drink glass of water, a couple more drinks? No, Crash, of- oh. just stop drinking. Oh, no. It's gotta be <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, you guys. You just got to stop drinking. What if I use our, uh, our cat Pepper, her saline bag? No, you cannot rehydrate yourself. <laughs> Please don't use her medication. There are already people using veterinary medications. That's true. People, and that's really dumb. I was inundated with uh, uh, messages. People were concerned that's what Haley was doing. Yeah, no, Haley oh, was worming, doing. Right? A, yeah, remember the deworming? Yeah, Haley was doing a TikTok trend that had nothing to do with COVID. Hmm. But there's nothing we can do for the drinking. No. What Sorry, about like guys. smoking? Because a lot of people like to smoke when they drink. Yeah. Like yeah. two two negatives equals a positive. Yeah. No. No. Just don't don't drink anymore. Shots. No, no shots. Let's not do any shots. Like maybe we just go clean hard liquor. No. Is that the problem? Is it the mix? No, it's not the mix. <laughs> Probably the sugar in it. I no, would it's imagine. not the sugar in it. Yeah. Just don't drink booze. Mm. <gasps> this text here says, I feel like it takes me a lot more alcohol to get drunk now, which is not a good sign. I sometimes worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why am I still standing? <laughs> <laughs> I should have been passed out half an hour ago. Yeah, yeah, right? That's not good. <laughs> Sitting around a fire pit. A- I look around me, I got a bunch of cans. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not good. No. So, uh, yeah, curb your drinking, guys. Let's get it under control here. I think we can also blame the warm weather all that we had all summer, right? It was a hot summer. It was a hot summer. And you got you to gotta cool yourself with liquor. Yeah, let's not be so quick to blame COVID for this, Mark. No, it, it's this because be of... Related. No, just don't, don't drink. Like a like a government announced, so open for summer, man. Yeah, I know, but that means you know now we have to drink water. Now we're closed for fall. Now mm-hmm. we're closed for fall. We've water, it. we have detox for fall. Let's de- let's all detox until Christmas. Oh God, what's wrong on? with you? Yeah, you guys do it, not me, but you. Guys do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So just watch yourselves. Mm. This is pretty cute. Off to Vancouver we go, where it's not uncommon to see a black bear in Vancouver, but it's a little more unique to see one having the time of its life with some fresh laundry. Mm-hmm. This is adorable. A Vancouverite captured this on video. Apparently, a black bear came into their yard where they hung up some freshly washed sheets. Oh yeah, they were drying in the wind. The bear ripped the sheets down and then rolled around in them like they were the greatest thing in the world. Oh, look bear, at him go. Stop oh. Bear, stop that. That's what I'd be doing in the backyard. Stop that, bear. 
Be like, Mars just bought new sheets! <laughs> You'd be livid. Those sheets are expensive! Yeah. The bear is clearly very happy with his discovery, rolling around vigorously with the fresh sheets, snuggling into it with to its furry heart's content. It's, it's so cute. 1,400 threat count! <laughs> Yeah, you would be freaking out over that. (laughs) It is cute, though. The bear loves it. Yeah, that bear loves it. Do you think because they they smell so fresh? But do they like the same, like, bears love, like, honey. Yeah. Rotting fish. Yeah, yeah. Do they enjoy the scent of of line-dried laundry? I think they do. They love it. Although, if you think about it, uh, cats love to smell each other's asses. So, no, hear me out. They smell butts. (laughs) And they also love to roll around in fresh laundry. They do love rolling around right? in fresh laundry. And they'll laundry. pass out in laundry. I'm like, you love the smell of that, but you also love the smell of butts. Yeah, you they'll get... think it's a universal smell. I think so. Yeah. I think they just love the freshness. Isn't it... Is it Snuggle, the fabric softener that has the bear on it? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good oh, one. Also, there's a reason yeah. that there was a real-life Snuggle bear. There was. Oh, I wonder. Probably long dead. <laughs> But they, that's what they base the that's ingested they base it on. snuggle and it died. Yeah. <laughs> it is just way too cute. All right, off to Rochester, New York we go, where a 12-year-old there has broken a Guinness Book of World Records. What is the record for? Well, his name is Sean, and he just wrapped up 36 hours of swinging on a swing set. Oh, my God. He broke the old record by three hours. And now, he- here's the thing. The 12-year-old was on the swings yeah. at the park. Every four hours, he was allowed a 20-minute break because that's according to Guinness. Mm -hmm. His family says that swings have been a favorite of Sean's forever. He's been known to play on his swing set for ages, Mm -hmm. and he wanted to give it a try for the world record. So they said, sure, let's do it. You only get a 20-minute break every Mm -hmm. four hours, he said? Yeah. Uh, Matt Lewis, who is Sean's dad, says, I put that rope swing up and he fell in love with it. I never thought one day there'd be a record associated with it, but I'm proud of the boy. <laughs> he also said, Sean just, quote, has a love of swinging. Oh. And he does. <laughs> I got a picture of our world record holder up in the app. Mm-hmm. Looks about right. Yeah, it does look uh, about right. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a couple of problems with this. One, I, I don't like these Guinness records where they let them take breaks. Okay. Just do it. Like, you think the record... Okay. And when but, you stop doing it, we stop counting. But this child could die. He's not going to... Then he'll stop swinging. That's but a good I, point. I don't like the breaks. <laughs> because you gotta, he dies? You got to hold the pee. You got you to gotta hold your hunger. That's part, of, that's part of this endurance record. Okay. I, I do believe it. it shouldn't be every four hours. It should be no, no hours. Also, is he pumping the whole time? Like, what do they consider swinging? I would, swing imagine he's, I would imagine he's pumping the whole time. Well, that teen better be pumping. He's got to be full. You've got to be, right? Full pump. Yeah. I want to see, if you're getting a record for swinging, you you better because, be full swing. Yeah, you can't just go, like, a little bit and then swing it, like, so it stops and yeah, then get I, going I wonder, again. I got some questions. Or is it, uh, are you allowed to have someone push you? Like, can the dad be behind and be like, wee, wee. Faster, Papa. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I doubt it. Because just sitting on a swing isn't that impressive. It's got to be. He's got to be pumping. Yeah. So when your kids go on a swing, you y'all, you better be pumping. Because no, you're not impressed otherwise. No, they're not. They want to win my love. <laughs> well, the parents said that the hardest part about beating the record uh, was, of course, uh, going overnight. They said that they stayed up with Sean and that they took sleeping um, shifts. Would the kid take a quick power nap? No. 
He had to stay awake. He did the full 30. He only took the 20-minute breaks to eat and to use the bathroom. Would you put your child through that? Like, would you encourage him to do that? Matt, his dad said he wanted to do it. If it's his dream. It was his dream. Hmm. Our parent company, we own. Yeah, we own Guinness. Guinness. Yeah, we own Guinness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When are yeah. we going to get our due? I know. I keep saying, like, uh, like they should come in the building. We can, we can do For something. For what, though? What are you, but you can do anything. I don't want to break a record. Why? Because it's too long. But uh, think about all everything that we've done over the years. We could probably uh, do something with a record. <sighs> what if it's not length-based? Everything's always length-based how, with Mars. How it's not long enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's like, uh, like, a, like a judge, like a hottest kiss? I don't know if that is even a record. Oh, do you, you, know you want to do a it? long, hot kiss? No, I don't. I, I don't want to do length. I don't want to do like a, a 36-hour anything. What about uh, just I in like general? To sleep. You think about uh, uh, that that thing behind you, that that horrible looking piece of junk. My name is Haley. <laughs> <laughs> she has a name. <laughs> I would prefer if you used my name when you're talking about me. <laughs> I'm talking about that big the round wheel. thing. The wheel. Oh, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> the, the longest use of a piece of junk in the corner. That outdated wheel <laughs> that has been repaired a hundred thousand times. That should be a record. And <laughs> not poor Haley. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm shocked that wheel still spins. Oh. That's the best it's ever spun. Yeah, Actually, I'm surprised it's still it's going. I'm surprised spun. it hasn't fallen off the stand there. Yeah, They greased her up. They, they must grease have. her up. I repaired that with my nail gun a couple years ago. Once again, we're not talking about Haley. She is not greased up or repaired <laughs> yeah. with a nail gun. Or, or big, old, and round. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting there. Yeah, I fixed her up a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh that was really good. Oh, man. That was great. Well, congratulations <laughs> to this young man, for yeah, sure. Maybe that record idea is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is uh, kind of cool. Do you guys feel like you've created great memories around the old grill, the old barbecue? For most of 2020, uh, the best option for socializing was sitting in a badly lit room on Zoom. Mm. Actually, a lot of us are still doing that for you know oh, meetings yeah. and stuff. Trying to like fix together some sort of a group conversation to determine who was saying what without saying, sorry, what was that? Mm. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh, yeah, no, go ahead. Sorry, well, uh, oh, God, it just sucks. Jerry, your camera's off. Well, it just sucks. <laughs> well, with Labor Day coming up this long weekend, a lot of us say that we are going to get our barbecue on. Mm. So they looked at us, did a study on whether or not you guys have created long-lasting memories around a grill. And 72% of people say that they've created lasting memories at a barbecue. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Barbecues are great. Yeah. Crack a cold one, do some barbecuing, mm-hmm. you stand around it, you yeah. smell it, and you talk. That's where you have, you have friends, family over. Yeah, you're right. Barbecue. Yeah. Share drink and food. Oh, yeah, yeah. Barbecue it up. Mm-hmm. 51% say barbecues are an ideal venue for socializing, bringing mm-hmm. everybody out. Mm-hmm. 47% said uh, barbecue at home is like a at-home version of the office water cooler. Everybody always gathers around the barbecue. Yeah, and that we don't, that's the only cooking appliance we do gather around. Yeah, we don't gather around the stove. Someone's manning the stove. Mm -hmm. They got some on the frying pan. Yeah. You're not four or five other people aren't sitting beside them as they fry. No. 
I know. I try to get Mars to gather in the kitchen, and yep. she's like, "No, I'm not doing it." Yeah, I'm getting out of everybody's way. <laughs> you want to be a bother? I don't want. Yeah, I don't yeah. want. <laughs> you know, you know how it is. I'm like, hey, how about you gather around the dishwasher? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most people say that they would rather barbecue than hang out at a restaurant, mm-hmm. sit around a dining room table, mm-hmm. or even be on vacation. Whoa. Uh, no, uh, I don't know. No, I think I'd rather be on vacation. vacation. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so. I, I can barbecue so when I get back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can eat barbecue on vacation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you don't have to cook it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, also, the top things we like to barbecue, steaks, obviously, coming in at number one. Yeah. Corn coming in at number two. Did some mm. corn last night? Mm. We had barbecued corn last night. It was delicious. For a little paprika. Paprika on oh. your uh, corn when mm. you barbecue it in the tinfoil. Mm. It's always it, exciting when you can break out the paprika. I know. It I know. Is. I'm trying to use this jumbo bag I accidentally <laughs> oh, bought. Some work to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a potato sack size. <laughs> Are we getting little jars of paprika for Christmas? Oh, you might <laughs> be. Well, what, what happened was, was like peak pandemic. We were ordering um, a lot of groceries like online or whatnot. Right. And in this case, we needed paprika. Oh, no. And so usually you get like a little thing of paprika because nobody, you know, needs, unless you're a restaurant, a whole ton of it. Yeah, yeah. I just needed like the little sandwich bag size. Mm-hmm. So, Crash, oh. you ordered it off Amazon, didn't you? Uh, Yeah, I think it was an Amazon one. Yeah. yeah, so he was making an Amazon order and he's like, oh, I'll throw some paprika in there. They have it. And it arrived and it is like... A, like a, a potato sack. That's too much. Like a jumbo bag of flour, you know that <laughs> yeah. size? Yeah. That's the size of paprika I got. I'm like, what What the H is this? You'll never use it. No. No, so I'm, I'm using it on everything. <laughs> <laughs> We've had that paprika for it's, a year and yeah, a bit now. Yeah, it's going now? on a, over a year. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and I've... I've used so much, I've maybe used a quarter of it, if that. Really? If that. Well, paprika is not one that you use heavily either. Yeah, oh. you just do a light dusting, right? A sprinkle. Yeah. Hmm, it's it great is. that it can be used on pretty much everything, though. Oh, yeah. I love mm. it on deviled eggs. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh. I use it on eggs. So good. Does so paprika good. keep? I think so. It's a dried spice. It's a dried spice. Yeah, I put a chip clip on it. It's like, Boy, no, you, you guys have no it's idea how big yeah. it is. <laughs> Like, you do have to put a chip clip yeah, on. I seal it off with that mm-hmm. sturdy chip clip. Boy, there's no bacteria you can pass a chip clip. <laughs> no, not a chance. <laughs> we do all feel that way. Uh, all right, if you had the chance to pause your exciting mid-pandemic life, go back and relive your childhood, would you do it? In a new survey, 55% of people say that they would love to relive their childhood, specifically between the ages of 7 and 10 when everything was magical. Oh, God, that was the prime time. 7 to 10. 7 and 10, that was uh, definitely hardcore rolling cigs time. (laughs) What? You sit at the kitchen table and you roll cigarettes. Tobacco gets poured on the table and me and my brother have a competition that was set up by my mom to be like, who can roll the most amount of smokes? And I'm like, I can. My brother's like, no, I can. <laughs> and then we're like, ka-chunk, tap the filters, stack it, ka-chunk. Oh, it was great. You should have seen the stacks of cigs we rolled. Those were your prime cig rolling years? Oh, no. Yeah. Because your fingers were the right size? Should or it have smelled a- like fingers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sure every child went through that phase. No. No, I... <laughs> Three years ago? <laughs> I'm going to pull you out of school today, boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have been a dream. <laughs> okay. Well, here's a list oh, of the things that um, adults say they miss most about being a kid. Mm-hmm. Number one, not worrying about money. Summer breaks from school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The yeah. summer break. The summer cool. break was nice. Christmas, always having energy. Like, uh, Ging yesterday was a mess. Oh, God. Because he drank on Saturday. <laughs> oh, well, you've ruined yourself. <laughs> but I'm back now. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, you're good. Not paying any bills. Mm-hmm. Not having to go to work. Mm-hmm. 
not having aches and pains mm-hmm. and being really excited about your birthday. Also, yeah, sleeping soundly. Yeah, not having to get up to pee in the middle of the night. <laughs> I would spend so much money for that. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a great feeling. Yeah. 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 Getting a new toy. Mm-hmm. Crash wouldn't know that one. Stick. And the, Got a new stick. And, <laughs> rock. and the excitement of hearing the ice cream truck coming. Yeah. Those Never. are things that we all remember. Never heard it. Hmm. We heard it. We weren't allowed to go outside. <laughs> Nope, stay in the house. Ice cream's free here. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. no, really? You yeah. never got to go buy any? Aww. No. I know, Mars, uh, uh, when we were living in the West End there, uh, we heard the ice cream truck. I think we were in the backyard. Yeah. And I, I told Mars, I'm like, I've never heard this, nor uh, walked up to an ice cream truck. She's like, oh my God, let's go. And then we round up some uh, change. And then we go up front, and Mars is like, hold on. She's like, I don't know if we should see this guy. He looked like the Crypt Keeper oh, yeah. on this weird bike. Mm-hmm. That's your ice cream truck guy. <laughs> no. Yeah, standard. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we walk up to him because I'm like, well, we can do it. We can do it. And he had all like the brand name pictures of ice cream on his box. Yeah. And then he opened it and it was all the yellow bag no name stuff. Oh. Yeah, we got scammed. That's yeah. trickery. But he was still charging full price. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in the van. It was just a guy on his bicycle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's the twitchy fingers jingling the bells. Yeah, playing some tunes. Yeah, we didn't. I think you bought you bought ice cream. Yeah, just I bought to say like that a, you did a it. knockoff cyclone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it just tasted like water. It was, yes, it didn't taste like anything. Uh huh. Just like your childhood crash. <laughs> Bland. <laughs> Not quite as good as everyone else's. <laughs> Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, um, one of uh, my kids in my classroom wrote in his kindergarten yearbook where the teacher asks you questions. What does your mom do? Yeah. He wrote, she smokes. <laughs> Did have a hobby? The second question was, what does your dad do? I said, he rolls cigarettes for my mom. <laughs> Match made in heaven. See, I'm not alone. This is great. Uh, I don't feel bad. Your parents are soulmates. I wouldn't change a thing about how I grew up. Hmm. I turned out fine. Yeah, despite all odds. <laughs> and I wouldn't call it fine. <laughs> it's okay to want to change some things. Mars is right, though. Being a kid was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Part. Mm-hmm. Being remember, a kid was great. Remember being a teen with a job? We didn't have, like, actual bills yet. Oh, yeah. Oh. And you, you get that cash, cash coming in. Yeah. Oh, daddy. You see yes. that tiny little check, but it seemed big at the time. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, this is free money. All profit. Yeah. Yeah. It is. You're right. It was all profit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. It was great. No memory for you? Um... <laughs> Yeah, As we're sharing I mean, all these wonderful memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, sure, I had some good times. Like playing with Barbies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like playing with Your my ponies. toys. I just, like, I'm my, it was pretty typical. I wasn't rolling smokes. I wasn't <laughs> bagging sand. I wasn't yeah. digging, you know, holes or ditches. Just picking which washroom to use. Yeah. Which gold-plated faucet <laughs> washroom should I use today? <laughs> <laughs> You exaggerate. Here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. You can text us if you like as well at 56789. Uh, I don't want to know the, you know, pretty stereotypical kid stuff that we all miss. You know, of course, we all miss summers or sleeping in. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I want to know from you guys, uh, like Haley, did your parents keep you indoors when the ice cream guy came by? Mm Mm-hmm. You gotta barricade that door. <laughs> barricade it up. Uh, perhaps maybe like Crash, you were rolling SIGs. When was your prime SIG rolling? Crash claims it was between 7 to 10. Well, think about like how flexible your fingers are. They're small enough to stab the tobacco into that uh, the tobacco machine. You, and then you grab the little packer to top it up. 
you're right. There is a there's a sweet spot for age because yeah. you need you need to be old enough to have the dexterity to do it. Yeah, but young enough to know that this is actually work. Yeah, where it's still fun. Cause I, it's not fun when you're 15. Unless no, you're no. Yourself. Yeah, unless you take a couple for yeah, yourself. A little off the top. But yeah, at that point, I wasn't smoking, and yeah, it was great. And you're creating. <laughs> you're creating a big pile, and the competition aspect. Mm. I think every child should roll a cigarette. <laughs> I don't think every kid should have to roll a cigarette. Idle hands. That's Devil's true. I look at all the people. Ginger, let us watch your kids for a weekend. We'll get them rolling cigs. I mean, I bet there's not a kid who didn't enjoy the cigarette machine. Yeah. I don't I think we all had to like put in the hours you did there, Crash. <laughs> but it was. It is too fun. It is. It's yeah. a lot, it they is made a lot it of fun. Too fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So what are the quirky things about your childhood? The quirky things mm -hmm. that looking back on it, you're like, oh, yeah, I did that. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Alrighty, we're talking about your quirky childhood memories. Crash was just, uh, I guess, was sitting here regaling over how fast he was at being able to roll smokes for his mom. And you know what? Um, a lot of people are saying they'd beat you now in a race, Crash. Oh, I don't think so. I was a cigarette rolling champ. Yeah, but you better. If there the was a competition in school, I would have won. In school? When was the last time you rolled a cigarette? What kind? <laughs> <laughs> You're straight tobacco. <laughs> straight tobacco has definitely been a very long time. See? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think you'd be able to. I think the Now family would beat you. I don't know. In a, in a, in a little competition. Is the Now family currently, like to this day, rolling cigs to smoke? Or are you guys reminiscing about your childhood cigarette rolling too? Oh, people still rolling. Just not cigarettes. Well, yeah, I get yeah. that. Yeah. But you're not using the machine for that. No, I know. That's just, uh, although I do have a little machine. You oh, yeah. Tuck everything oh, in. Oh, it's a full yeah. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't need the Yeah, one. one of those yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not the old cock and load. No, no, no. Yeah, style. you don't stuff it in a, like a hopper and then yeah. put the tube on. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But so, I feel like I would be able to beat a lot of people. I don't, I don't know. Do you want to do? How about our next now family parking lot carnival? Whenever we get to those, we'll again? do a cigarette rolling comp. <laughs> yeah. We'll dedicate a corner for cigarette rolling. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> we'll have it at the Wire Expo. It'll be great. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you I'm go. In. You think you can come in cold? Yeah, you've been yeah. retired for decades. Retired. Yeah. Crash. And I, I won't even practice. And you think you still got it? I got it. Look at these fingers. Been on the bench since the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. And you can still do it? I think I can. I don't, I don't know. know. I I'm can't believe you guys don't have faith in me. We don't. <sighs> People normally don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's valid. Uh, so yeah, your quirky childhood memory. If you yeah. got one, feel free to share. 780-489-4669. Uh, Cassette, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing hey, pretty great. good. Um, your uh, childhood memory was uh, your dad working for Parks? Yeah, he worked up in Saskatchewan, a little bit north, uh, Parks and Rec, you bet. Oh, cool, cool. Okay. Yeah, and what did you get up to? Well, often he would meet families who were kind of repeat campers up in some of those northern remote uh, lakes, and he would find out that they had an, uh, an only child, and so... If I was roughly around that girl's age, he would take me up there and just basically tell me I was camping with them for the weekend. <laughs> he, he would give you to other families who had only children? Yeah, basically. So, you know, meet the Heidel family and here you go. Like, you're going to be up here for a week. You're going to be up here for a week. Take care of my wow. kid. We were just talking last hour about, like, block parent and stranger danger. And your dad literally just dumps you off. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh. There was 
there was three of us girls, so sometimes we would just ask if we could go with him for the day, and he'd have to go visit five or six different lakes, and so he would just drop us off at one and pick us up at the end of the day, and we'd go home. Wow, wow. wow. Ultimately, though, did you find it pretty fun, or was it weird? Absolutely, and I have made childhood friends that I've stayed in contact with, so cool. obviously it worked out. Would he give you a pack <laughs> of wieners for lunch? Like, are you just... <laughs> Show no, up. here's your bag. Take your little backpack of clothes and away you go. <laughs> Would you drop your children off with strange families in northern Saskatchewan? Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Oh, wow. Oh, wild time for wild it. Wild time cassette. I love that. Great yeah, yeah. story. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day. You too. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Total I mean, I convenience. Guess it makes sense. Only you know, Does it? One kid. Why would the families accept this offer? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna I guess know. maybe they got a discount on the campground. Oh, oh no! Because I'll give you one free night. You get to stay with a strange family in a tent. Mm-hmm. I love that he's like, hmm. Eh, your kids both my uh, yes, my kids' age. Close yeah. enough. Good enough. Mm-hmm. You're, you're camping with this family for a week. <laughs> huh. uh, Lori, how you doing today? Good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Um, a quirky childhood memory. Uh, yours is about an ice cream truck? Well, it's uh, somebody who shall remain anonymous okay. will remember when they grow up, they'll remember their parents telling them that uh, when the ice cream truck is in the neighborhood playing that music it plays, yeah. that means he's run out of ice cream and he's going back to the warehouse for the day. Oh, it's, oh no. It's the out of ice cream it's, music. Oh, Jeez, what a trick. What a horrible and, trick. And just, actually, just to just to take it a step further, uh, they ended up telling them eventually that, no, we're, we're teasing you. We'll take you out to get an ice cream. But that's oh, that's nice. To tell them. But they all, yeah, they still tell them about the ice cream truck. The, yeah. That's yeah. The, yeah, the empty truck. When they grow up, they'll remember mom and dad told us that, that means the ice cream truck's out of ice cream. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, and every kid would totally believe it, right? Yeah, absolutely. They oh, would. Yeah, when you're little, you believe anything your parents tell you, right? Oh, for sure. Oh, man. Not anymore, though. Kids, we're breaking that <laughs> no, right. wide, wide, wide open. I'm trying to tell you that, kids. Don't believe them. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> Liars. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Lori. Thanks, Lori. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, so. The, that's a classic trick. You hear mm-hmm. this? Yeah. That means there is ice cream. There is. There's more ice cream than anywhere else in the world. Unlimited amounts. In that truck. The truck drivers will quickly rattle the parents, too, if any kids ask. I've seen mm. that go down. Yeah. Long line at the ice cream truck and some brave kid asking, does the song mean you don't, you're out of ice cream? Oh, there's always oh, one, right? No. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ice cream truck driver won't continue the reason. Be like, oh, no, we got lots of ice cream. Yeah. Your parents if- are liars. <laughs> <laughs> if there's an ice cream truck going through your neighborhood and it's like firing up the tunes... You see some kids walking towards it. You as an adult, Ginge, mm-hmm. without uh, your kids around, would you go to the truck and try to beat them? Yep. <laughs> and then act like I'm buying some for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they have limited amounts. Mm-hmm. Ice cream trucks will run out of the top sellers early in the day. They will. You're right. Yeah. They do. That's why you want your neighborhood to be hit up first. Yeah. The earlier they come, the better the ice cream selection they've got. What's the uh, the first one that sells out? Like your waffle cone? The rockets go fast. Rocket. The ice rockets is the the colored one, the tricolored. It looks like Bezos's spaceship. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Okay, yeah, pretty yeah. phallic. Mm-hmm. Wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not much of a fan of that anyway. Uh, I'm a fudgio man. Always have been. The fudgio. Yeah. Fudgio. 
I used to like the Pac-Man with the gumball eye. Yeah, that's a big, that's popular. Yeah. Still? Well, now oh. it's Minions, oh, but it's the same idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a yellow thing with blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> they just scrubbed off the Pac-Man thing and wrote Minion over the top. Just a knockoff. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Uh, makes sense. Where's Karen at? Hey, Karen. Good morning, how are you? Hey, Doing fantastic. Uh, your childhood memory that was a little quirky. What do you got? <laughs> so I was the kid that wore turtlenecks. I was forced to do this. I wore turtlenecks in the summer, long sleeve shirts in the summer, pants. I wasn't allowed to wear skirts or shorts or tank tops because I have a very high sensitivity to the sun. Oh, so I, oh no. I blisters. Oh, no, really? Within within minutes of being outside. So I was the kid that had no summer clothes, hardly any summer clothes. Yeah. And I'm still like that. Like I still burn. I just went rafting this past weekend and burnt to a crisp. Oh no. Oh, you're kidding. Do you still, yeah. like as an adult, will you heavily cover up no matter what? Oh yeah. The next day I wore pants and long sleeve shirt because I was not exposing my skin to the sun. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's a horrible condition. Do you still yeah, take it? Do you still take it to the level of wearing a turtleneck? Not a turtleneck, no, but, you know, like when we were rafting, I brought a couple extra towels and I could feel my legs. Like, I feel them cooking. So I just cover up with a towel, my shoulders, my legs, you know, whatever whatever I feel cooking. Oh, oh that is brutal. <laughs> wow. Oh, that really yeah, sucks. Uh, but in every yeah. picture of you as a little girl, like everyone's in shorts and yeah. t-shirts yeah. and you're in like tights, a wool like skirt, fully and covered. turtleneck. Yeah. yeah. Fully covered. No, not wool because I'm allergic to wool. Oh. Of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I had the turtleneck right up to right below my ears and long sleeve right up to, right up to my wrist. Oh my God, you poor thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, and it's still, unfortunately, I'm 47, and I still have to be careful. Yeah, but yeah. damn, I oh. bet your skin looks amazing. Yeah. I'm very, 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 very pale. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. All right. Thanks, Karen. Thanks, Karen. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Mm, someone just texted and said she can get UV sleeves on Amazon. Oh, cool. A UV sleeve? Yeah, it's like a dive shirt, like oh, the one that I've got. Yeah. We're sitting on this beautiful beach in Belize. Mm, years and ago. And there's tables in the water. Yes. And it's turquoise water. It's mm -hmm. gorgeous. And everyone's looking hot and great. Yeah. Just showing off their skin. Mm -hmm. And Mars is in a full, like, sunsuit. Respect the sun. She had the full, like, a, the diver's shirt on. Pants are, or legs are covered. Everything's covered. Big, oversized sun hat. Like, what is happening? Mm -hmm. Like, go sit under the umbrella. Why are you sitting in the ocean? Because I need to feel the sun on my 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 long sleeves. Yeah, but you don't want the actual rays. But I don't want the rays. But I want Especially the heat. That, that equator sun. Oh, yeah, it's too to much. Yeah. See, you can't make fun of me around Ginge. Ginge and I know. I yeah, but it. I feel like you wouldn't wear that outfit. No, I got some pride. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. I get it. Thank you. Oh yeah. Thank you. All right, guys, that was a lot of fun. We got to get out of here. Adam's coming in next. Uh, remember, tomorrow morning at six a.m., we're going to uh, uh, start giving away that five hundred dollar gift certificate to Shoppers Drug Mart. Yes. What's the theme, Haley? What's the theme song? Crash and Mars, five hundred dollars. Listen to the radio. I like it. Is that a threat at the end? I no. think so. I think so. <laughs> you guys better set your alarm for 6 a.m. tomorrow. It's Haley. Of course she's threatening us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if I have sense. to be here at 6 a.m., so do you. Yeah. <laughs> she will hunt you down. <laughs> it's true. Have a great day, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Get more Crash and Mars. Sign up for the daily email or download the podcast at 1023nowradio.com.